0: Mother. Man.
1: Hey, I'm Gertrude, Vanish, stuff, whatever the fuck. Y'all need a beer? Spreading faster than a case of the clap in a trailer court.
2: Able to shatter eardrums within a 666 mile radius. A podcast more brutal than all the rest. It's Murder Metal Man! What the hell is up, gentlemen?
0: What the fuck's up, don't you?
2: It's Tuesday, and we're back on track now doing this on a Tuesday. Murder, Metal, Mayhem, and we're at Horns High Studios for the Horns High Podcast Network. Episode 179 going down tonight, so get closer, Chris. Chris. We're going to hit a 200 milestone here before too long. Pretty awesome. Uh, Chris, Joey, everybody doing okay? Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: Not doing terrible.
2: Hell yeah! Very cool. Weather here is amazing, like upper seventies and sunny. I mean, thank God it's finally like out of that fucking freezing <coughs> shit. Right, right. And it wasn't that spell last week where it got up into the mid nineties, which was like totally out of the blue. It's hot as fuck. But uh, my central AC just working. Hell yeah, doing man. a good job. All right, kind one of shirt
0: doing the metal segment a little bit. My throat's been sore all day, so fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that sucks.
2: <laughs> So what? Uh, what shirt you got on over there, Chris?
0: Fucking crotch ripper! Fucking hell yeah! Want nice crotch ripper!
2: Fuck yeah! Very cool. Some Quad Cities fucking slam.
1: Joey, what about you? Dude, uh, I got this uh, new putrid pile shirt. I got
2: that's brutal,
1: man. Yeah, it's a really wow. fucking cool shirt from Brutal Mind over in Taiwan, but. uh I put it on. And I was like, oh, I don't even need to go anywhere today. And then had to go to the fucking post office. <laughs> then it fucking went to the Got gas station. Good looks. Yeah, I go to the gas station. Of course, the the fucking attendant's a fucking female, and <laughs> I, I paid for my gas. Went out and like something had happened with the last transaction on the pump, so it like wasn't active or whatever. Um, so I had to go back in oh, and explain God. to her and she put me on a different pump, but I'm like, man, I'm just trying to get out of the store with this stupid-ass <laughs> shirt on, you know?
2: That's hilarious. But no, yeah, yeah, yeah bad Jenny ass. had to uh, take the dog out earlier and she needed a t-shirt and I had my dying fetus shirt set aside. There. And she's like, hey, you mind if I wear the shirt? I'm like, no, but it says dying fetus on there. <laughs> right. She's like, I don't care. I'm just going out back. I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, so. One
0: time uh, my daughter was going with court to one of her friends house and my kid my daughter just grab my shirts and throw on whatever of course. well she had this crotch stripper shirt on nice. i was like dude this is the first time you're ever meeting these people whatever Can <laughs> you change shirts she didn't know what it said i had to tell her she's like what yeah i'm not wearing this out there <laughs> <laughs>
2: and i've been waiting for this shirt to Hell come yeah. in a size that i could wear sabbath bloody sabbath Fuck one yeah, of my dude. favorite sabbath albums But definitely my favorite Sabbath album art, just so fucking sick. So I finally found it. I got it today. So I made the switch because I was gonna wear the Dying Fetus. Switched and uh, busting out some Black Sabbath. So fuck yeah. All right, last week guys, we did a good one. Joanne Denehy, what a crazy crazy bitch. bitch. Wow. Uh, from the UK, one brutal bitch for sure, stabbing dudes with a fucking monster Rambo knife, licking the blood from the fucking blade. I mean, she loves that shit, dude. She didn't yeah. give a
0: fuck about none of it either. No, just laughing about it. No,
2: not even trying to hide it, really. Yeah. Um, but it was a good one. And so if you missed that, <clears throat> you want to check it out. Plus, I did the feature uh, in the metal segment on Flayed Disciple. Fuck, yeah. Another uh, UK band. So wicked. Um, played a piece of the interview I did with them. And so that was cool. We did a Killer Cage match, which yeah, was fun. every week, baby. Yeah. Mayhem stories from each of us about the tattoos we've had done. So that yeah, was yeah. cool. Uh, we. You know, did some karaoke and the usual craziness. And we were just passing 900 listens to that one today. So thank you very much. And go give it a listen if you missed episode 178. Uh, The bonus interview we did, uh, the full interview with Flayed Disciple was very cool. We were passing um, 600 to that one today. So that was awesome. Like 621.
0: Not 666.
2: Not 666 yet, but it's getting there. <laughs> so you could be the 666 and go listen to it. It's 39 minutes long. And we also posted the video of it on our YouTube channel. So, man, if they're not getting that YouTube shit, Joey, they're missing out. Yeah, for sure. We post cool some good content up there. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, tonight we got another horrible. Horrible fucking
0: woman. I mean, this, this story. Dude, it ain't just her, dude. The whole family's the whole fucked. whole thing's fucked up, dude. She just like organized. She was it. the ringleader. Yeah, right? like god
1: damn all yeah. kinds of circus talk tonight yeah yeah definitely <laughs>
2: definitely and all
1: month we've been doing f- uh female killers and she is just one of the worst which it, to be honest i think she was one that i wanted to do last may but we oh. had so many other ones we were full up. Yeah. yeah so and plus we just worth did... the wait, though for yeah this oh one. yeah no definitely so was but no but that's how long like we've yeah. been ready to do this one so yeah now we're gonna do it
2: hell yeah and she's from Indiana. So yes, just yes. right next door to us, Chris. So that's that's real comforting. That's a farmer blow away. A farmer blow. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about old Gertrude Banaszewski and her fucked up family, a brood of kids and the neighborhood kids. Torture, beat, and killed a teenage girl in Indianapolis in 1965. But Dude. my God, what a bad one. Um, the stuff they did to her was shit from just horror movies. insane. Really, really bad. So this is definitely a rough one tonight. Oh, dark as fuck. Yeah, and we're gonna do that in a murder segment. So, Chris, you got the horns tonight?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do <clears> Eric Rutan as an individual, not a whole band.
2: That's really so, cool, it's man. Like
0: something different to do.
2: A lot of good contributions to metal. That's for definitely fucking sure. So well time. worthy. That was a great call on doing that, Chris. I think I might do that too with somebody just because right, yeah, I yeah. thought it was a great idea. Um, anxious to learn about him. I don't know much about him. Um, of course, he's on the new Cannibal Corpse, and he fucking tears it the fuck up. And he's been in, you know, many other bands, uh, and he's also a producer, and he's amazing in the studio. So that that's really
1: cool shit. I remember fucking whenever <clears throat> Hate Eternal <clears throat> came and played, and uh, Cannibal Corpse, I think, and fucking Big Mike was in like fucking. One of the Mexican restaurants. I can't remember which El one. El Portone. I think it was El Portone. And then fucking Eric Rutan comes fucking walking in there oh, and yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like cool. posting it up and shit. I'm like, that's badass. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome.
2: Um. So, and I got a Lost Classic to serve up tonight. And so that'll all be in the metal segment. Hell yeah. Killer Cage Match, gentlemen. This is where we get our listeners to provide some random numbers on our Facebook page to help decide... Who's gonna to fight to death in the cage? So gotta Chris, die. They gotta die. So who do we wanna say thank you to? We got
0: Stephanie Brooks, Rebecca Boomsock, and Caden Stuthis. Thank y'all, dude. Fuck wow, man. Ray
2: McFalls missed it. Ray McFalls wow. is out. <laughs> <laughs> Old dangling fury, right? Uh so yeah, very cool. Thanks, guys. And uh, got a good
1: matchup tonight, Joey. What about this one? Fuck yeah, bro. We got fucking Charles Manson, man. That's oh, yeah. right. Groovy. G- getting high, man. Uh, he's gonna go up against fucking Pee Wee Gaskins. So. Oh damn! This should be a pretty good one. Yeah, because they're tonight.
2: both small dudes, so yeah. that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, and he, you know out. he had he might be cousins, kind of with Joe Ball with the Gator thing. Oh so. dude, yeah. Chris,
2: that was a good episode we did on him. That's been a while ago. Pee Wee Gaskins, yeah, yeah. feeding his uh, victims to the gators in the swamp. Hell so. Yeah. Definitely a good one Uh, tonight. They're going to have two objects to fight with and a variable, and we'll do that in Mayhem. So you got to listen up for that. All right. Our sponsor this month, man, that's very cool of these guys in the death grind band, Blasphemation from Tampa, Florida. Fucking sick. They've been sponsoring the podcast this month, and they got a new full length. Called Phantasmagore Beyond Strange. And they're also part of that big Tampa Death Fest uh, brass brass mug. mug, Yeah. Yeah. It's September 30th through Sunday, October 2nd. A lot of wicked bands on that bill. I know we talked about this last week, but definitely bears repeating. Uh, and very cool that they that they sponsored. So yeah, fucking yeah.
0: blasphemy! Check them shits out, dude.
2: Yeah, I'm linking to them in the episode description, so I'll make it easy for you. And bands, promoters, Hell you know, yeah. venues. If you want to sponsor the podcast, twenty bucks for the month—that's pretty cheap. We'll plug the shit out of whatever
1: you're trying to plug. So uh, definitely uh, fucking cross promote. Yeah, right.
2: get a hold of me, Pete at MurderMetalMayhem.com. I'll fill you in. Um, also, thanks to you fuckers listening. We keep seeing the numbers rolling in, guys. The last minute numbers came in last night Third, uh, three thousand 3,980 total lists. Almost at that 4,000. That's Fuck fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: Dude, so, so that cool. was
2: awesome. So thank you guys big time for listening. And, uh, you know, that, that Tampa Death Fest is a good example. You know, now we're involved in some of the groups they're in. Right. So now they're friends and. And you know, customers are coming to check us out. So, anybody that's new listening to the show because of that, fuck yeah! And and hope you dig Appreciate it. Appreciate. Hope shit. you dig hope it. You like it, yeah. Um, the guys in Flayed Disciple really liked the show. Good. Uh, John, the guitar player, he contacted me and said, uh, "Listen to it. Thought it was really good stuff. Like very that. unique." And he was very complimenting. So that that was awesome to hear. Well guys, we got a lot on our plate tonight. We're gonna to be taking a little short jaunt to Indiana. But Riding bring, the Green Wave. But I think we, <laughs> I, think we sure own, I think we ought to bring I think we ought to bring our own spoons, guys, because oh, there's not oh, enough yeah. to go around <laughs> right. at the Banishevsky house. So Chris, Shit, yeah, what let's, the fuck we gotta do. Let's
0: get our fucking torture on, buff.
2: Fuck yeah. fucking killing it. Divine Chaos. I have been jamming the shit out of that band from the UK and that song, Shadow of God. Those guys kick total ass. Um, I stumbled on them recently and I can't stop listening Uh, to the last two albums. Really good stuff. Now, I mentioned to you guys on the break what I've been doing with this bumper music, like that song particularly, if I don't have it, I'm going on their Bandcamp, and I'm buying the download. So, I mean, I'm just trying to even further tell our listeners that, man, any chance you can do that kind of thing for these bands, that's a fucking huge thing. You can buy the digital releases from Bandcamp. Some of them, name your own price. I mean, it's unbelievably cool. And a lot of them have T-shirts and other things you can get too. So, Bandcamp is a great source to find shit. For the bands that you're listening to, talking so right. all right um, tonight, guys, we are going to be talking about an Old Gertrude, or what her friends would Gertie. call Gertie <laughs> Banashevski, and it is a crazy—I'm assuming Polish name, Shane. I'm sure you'll let me know if I'm wrong, <laughs> <laughs> but it is a crazy, crazy spelling. So trust me, it's Banashevski. But you'll see it in the episode
1: description and be like, how do you say that? Before I ever heard, it, I said Banazuski for like
0: so long. Well, yeah, because that's what it looks like. Right. You know? And I
1: always saw like the book and, you know, reading stuff online before I ever heard Yeah, right. it, right. right. it actually right. said it out loud. And I was like, that's how you fucking say it? Yeah, isn't <laughs> that funny? You know what
2: I found too? If you go to Google and just type in the name and yeah. you can actually hear somebody say it, which is kind of yeah.
1: cool, you know? so... I mean it's kind of like for these like,
2: crazy names like that I'm that's what I use. Yeah. Right. If I'm hearing different pronunciations on like the docs. Yeah. You know if it's like wait a minute how
1: do you say that? Right, so I'll right.
2: go there, you know.
1: Back in the day we didn't have zero options like that so, oh, fuck no. so I So I acted like one of my favorite bands was was uh S- Sepulchral. Yeah, I can't even funny. say it like that now because it's so. My you know. son's friend
2: from here from yeah, Hayworth. Yeah. He, that's how he was saying it. Yeah. We we're dogging on him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's like the guy we met at the Low 12 show said his favorite band was Dio. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, it's Dio. And he's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, what? Like, Get the fuck out of here, dude. His teeth were black. Yeah. Yeah. We called him Black Tooth Grin. You know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was terrible. Anyway, so back to Gertie Banishevsky, a very, very uh, similar story. You pointed this out, Joey, to the Sugar Babe story yeah. with Vera, uh, Vera Joe Regal and the death uh, there. Uh, in this case, though, we're talking about the murder of Sylvia Likens, but you know, very similar. I mean, Gertrude things. was very much like a gangster. She, she was, like, man. I she had her thugs. Had her, had her thugs, yeah. In the 60s, you know. Uh, so Gertrude divorced twice and was the mother of seven kids <laughs> living in an absolute filthy fucking house with three spoons. So they had to eat in shifts. I mean, that's fucking poor. Uh, her yeah, kids. I
0: there's only like three mattresses in the whole house too. Like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck? yeah. I
2: know, but they all could smoke. That's what was, was <laughs> oh, yeah, They had fucking plenty. Yeah. They of c- were c- all chain smoking fools. Uh, Her kids learned to survive mostly on bread and water, crackers, shit like that. A neighbor wanted uh, Gertrude to watch her two kids while her and her husband went off to join the carnival. So that's real special. (laughs) Why the fuck they did that is beyond me. Because if you just take a peek in this house, I don't know if I'd be leaving my teenage daughters there.
1: But you got to wonder what the fuck what kind of environment they had. Well,
2: yeah. Well, oh, that, those two girls were fending for themselves. Yeah. We're going to get to that because the mom was in jail. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that when she got out of jails, right. when all this shit so went it down. Might,
1: I mean, it, it, without knowing That's the true. outcome, it could have been a That's step true. up. That's true. Worse.
2: Yeah. Who knows? That's a good point, man. Um. So, Chris, we've done this past couple of Mays with some horrible females, but what is it about old Gertie that kind of freaks you out? I mean, she's ah, pretty.
0: Yeah, she's beautiful. Full, <laughs> she's very skeletal. Oh my god! Awful. <laughs> Fucking. Yeesh. Probably just the way her, how she had no feelings for this girl, and the way she was able to talk her own children, let alone like neighborhood children, let alone her own children, right. to come in and do the things they did to this girl. Like, how she was able to control them like that. Just like, I don't get it. Yeah, it's so dark, like Joey said,
2: man. Just such a dark fucking story. Yeah. Now, Joey, you brought her up back when we did a a contest here on the podcast. uh, One of those uh, serial killer mass, uh, you know, brackets we've done before. but. You know, she is one of the meanest fucking bitches oh, yeah. I've,
1: I've ever fucking read about or watched anything. I'm pretty sure whenever we did that one, uh, I, I contributed her. And also, I think that's whenever I contributed uh, Teresa Knorr for the first time, which if anyone yeah. listened to that episode. Yeah, that was a good one. And both of those are like, Th- this case and yeah. that one are two of the ones that like stuck with me the longest after i had first heard about it or whatever yeah because the the brutality right and the the suffering that the victims go through is just Awful. like holy shit a lot like, of similarities with that yeah, one too That's and, and i mean one. to be i i mean i it's hard to tell what's worse. Like, the toolbox murders or some fucking brutal-ass oh, shit. We've done a
2: lot of awful shit Yeah, here, but this sure.
1: is, like, right up there. This is only one victim now. Right. But it's still... It's right up there, yeah. if not
2: surpassing the Bidicker stuff. Right, right. Which is pretty fucking bad. Yes. Um, now, I had not heard of her at all before you brought her up, Joey. So uh, this is, you know, always fun to learn about one of these ones we don't know much about. Uh, she's definitely worthy of some murder metal mayhem, yes. and we put her here in May because she definitely fits the roster
1: this, mo- this and, month. This month, in this case, isn't like too terribly far from us either. No, so.
2: not at all. Three hours, maybe. Yeah, uh, I'm sure you know many of our true crime fans might know of her, but. Because it happened in 1965 in Indianapolis, not in New York or LA, right? Um, it didn't get a big media attention. I'm sure outside of Indy, you know what I mean? Yeah, I had never heard of it before. Like, but you know, again, this is 1965, I wasn't even even my old ass wasn't born yet. So, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so you know, the other thing that would have drowned her out too is that Golden Age of Serial Killers, right. which Peter Vronsky talks about. 70s and 80s yeah. were, you know, all the big names you think about. Starting with Manson on was just like nonstop in the media, you know, these big all names. All the time, like, and they keep finding them. <clears throat> right. Now, uh, Gertrude was born Gertrude Van Fossen in 1929. Uh, she's the third of six children, but not much is known about her childhood I did read on Murderpedia that she had a very close bond with her father, but not so much with the mom. So that's an interesting dynamic there. That definitely seems to be the direction she went. Right, right. Um, She would have been dealt one hell of a blow in 1940 when she was 11 and watched her own father die of a heart attack. Um, And, you know, here's this, she's got this big bond with her dad, so... As that's a kid, that's rough. That
0: happen like out of nowhere. Yeah,
2: that's kind of- rough. That really is. Um and it would fuck anybody up, especially a kid to see something like that. Now Chris, we see this kind of thing with a lot of the killers we talk about with these traumatic events. Now everybody has traumatic events in their lives. We talk about this quite often, right. you know, like why does this person whack out from this when 99.9% of the population Suffers, but then gets over it. You yeah, know?
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe like actually physically watching your father have a heart attack—that's gonna leave a lot more than just somebody calling you out from school or whatever. Like, hey, we have bad news for you. But right like watching it happen, watch the live drain from him—that'll fuck you up really fucking bad. Yeah, but, no, but I mean, I think it doesn't. Right. Like you said, it doesn't cause like most people to go out and be like oh this is my reason to kill nonsense. right exactly like it doesn't but you sense. wonder
2: like did that start the chain reaction right, yeah, yeah. you know what i mean? mean for
0: all you know that could have been her first
1: orgasm yeah i don't even know who <have been>. knows <laughs> she had a lot who of it. Knows? <laughs> now
2: joey this seems to have started the downhill slide for old gertie who's having problems in school we heard this one last week right uh with the problems in school right She drops out at fucking 16 and
1: just fucking... She gets married. Yeah, she's like, okay, well, I'm with this 18 year old, so I've got life figured out now. Fuck school, like I'm just gonna go fucking live my life.
2: Plus, he's got the cool last name Banashevsky. Right?
1: She's like, God, I can't wait to have a name that nobody can say right. I can't wait. Yeah, how do you order a pizza? You know, it's spelled. (laughs) Just put spin. Yeah, Yeah.
2: that's what I used to do when I called for pizza, and they're like, a like, Uh, uh, just put Johnson or. Smith or yeah. Brown, I don't care. Whatever. Something just simple. fucking deliver
1: it here. Put pizza on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <huh>? Johnny Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Joey, she's but they had just kids in a bad she, way. I mean, they ended up like actually starting off a of life together. Yeah, four kids. Yeah. But, you know, not w- a good situation. It wasn't going to fucking maintain that way because fucking the guy she was with is young and he's fucking all volatile and gets angry. Oh, right. And before, you know, it, he's fucking her up. beating her up. Yeah.
2: Cop beating up his wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said she was being annoying. So that's why he was beating <laughs> her up. Bitch, shut up. Um, they stay together for 10 years, but yep. eventually get divorced. And she ends up with these four kids on her own. Which is definitely not easy at that, especially at that time where this was much more stigmatized than it would be today with the single mom. Uh, but she didn't stay single for long. She gets married to old Edward Guthrie. <laughs> and left her. He leaves her after three months three because he couldn't months. deal He's with the like, kids. Fuck
0: this! You got too many kids. You're a fucking psycho. I am done, dude. Like, yeah, I no I need way. to take my spoons though. <laughs> yeah, please, can I, that silverware <laughs> that I that I bought last night.
2: I need that back because I'm going to leave, dude. So you motherfuckers are stuck with three spoons. Uh, but you know that doesn't last long. She gets back together with John. The first guy that uh, beat her up. um, Bad idea. the, The cop, you know. Yeah. And she's got bad choice in men, that's for sure. But I'm sure some of it was due to the fact she had no skills. And she had
1: all those goddamn kids. Yeah.
2: I mean, she's destitute with these kids. I mean, that's fucked up. So she stays with John for seven more years of wedded bliss, I'm sure. (laughs) How many plates were fucking thrown across rooms in that house? That's maybe why they only got these. It's just like, we're never buying fucking plates and silverware again. Right, exactly. So they spit out two more kids, though. So now she's got six. Usually um, that helps the situation. Yeah, it always, all always. Yeah, <laughs> totally destitute. Let's just keep cranking about. The two get divorced for a second time in 1963. My God. So this is setting the stage for some brutal shit to come because she is 37 years old. Being a cougar. She's a, <laughs> yeah, she's she's too- a fucking Skeletor cougar, yeah, I guess. yeah winds up in another bad relationship with this 23-year-old, I'm sure this motherfucker was special, Yeah. old Dennis
0: Lee Wright. They had a kid.
1: (laughs) And he beats her up all the time again, so she's got another guy beating her up. I mean, that dude wasn't fucking five years older than her fucking oldest kid. That's true. Uh, She gets (laughs) pregnant twice but loses one of
2: them after Dennis beat her up, causing a miscarriage. Man. Yeah, That's because I mean, they never found the other six in the boxes in the garage. Yeah, right. yeah I mean, she, <laughs> she's just you know one fucking piece of shit after another. Um, but she does have one baby with him, so now she's got a, a whopping seven children. That's a lucky number, though. Seven. It is. A so maybe way. things
1: are going to go really good for maybe.
2: her. Maybe. Well, let's let's be hopeful, Joey.
1: That. But if you're it. listening to this podcast, you it's know it's, not it's not You know <laughs> it's not going to be pretty.
2: Now, Chris, I read that Gertie had uh, not only had seven kids, but Gertie suffered Dirty
0: Gertie had six, <laughs> six miscarriages
2: too. on top of the seven she kids. Had 13. So. Kids Jesus.
0: totally. Dude. <laughs> like, she's like, all right, you beat my ass. Now just fuck me. Like, constantly, like. What the I know. Hell is I mean, she's
2: dude? almost like creating two
1: baseball teams. Like,
2: almost. they could actually play each, each other. other yeah. You know, like, that's fucked up.
1: If all you're living off of is youngling beer and fucking crackers. Orville Redenbacher popcorn <laughs> and crackers, yeah. I mean, yeah. what do you expect?
2: That's true. So that's after seeing in pictures Indiana, of it? her looking much older than she was, I can't oh, yeah, imagine right? the desperation for some dude to go over there and have dude. sex with that. It's like, dude, I, I mean, can't wait nasty. to give this thing the dick. She's like 37
0: straight looking like she's 78. She's oh, yeah. <laughs> rough, man. <laughs>
1: I mean, holy shit. Her pussy was so fucking wide, I bet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, hey, hey, hey.
2: <laughs> that's right. Now, Joey, after the birth, Dennis leaves Gertrude. Big surprise. She's got the seven kids.
1: I mean, you got seven kids. I don't want nothing to do with you now.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's
1: not helping. I don't even keep these of them's guys mine. sticking around. Right. If, if
2: the first four chased the, the one dude oh, off. God.
1: now she's got
2: seven. Holy shit.
1: And this is in a bad time. Yeah,
2: real bad time. So she's time. a single the mom, 60s.
1: all these kids, 60s going on with all the Vietnam, fucking... Vietnam, Yeah. Fucking
2: poverty was rampant. You know, I... Race riots. I mean, she was in Indianapolis, I'm sure. They were thinking all that shit. Share of that. I,
1: I was trying to look because I can't fucking remember how fucking close uh, to the coincision with Jim Jones whenever he was in... When fucking, it's funny you mentioned
2: uh, that because yeah, in the it? afterthought, I was watching something or reading something on it today that right. one of the kids of this story, one of her kids, yeah. he commented when that happened in the media because he lived there in Indianapolis. Yeah. But I don't know why he commented or why it was newsworthy. Right, right. So I don't know if he had something maybe to do with the church. Yeah. I really have no idea. But, yes, it would have been right at the yeah. time Jones was there. So that's crazy. So, that's so, up. so
1: all the things that he's thinking, she's probably thinking the same shit, too. Yeah. So I mean, that's why she's raising her kids this fucking crazy-ass way. And it's very possible. Everything dude. that she's been through. Like, she's got to act as tough as she can. Right. Right. I don't know. She's fucking crazy there. Yeah.
2: So the kids range from one to 17. So she's got quite the uh, oh, spread yeah. there, uh, pun intended. <laughs> um, I read that they only had the three spoons, as I mentioned. They're on East New York Street in Indianapolis. I'm not familiar with the neighborhood. But these, you know, they're eating in shifts. They're surviving suffi- on bread and crackers and water. I mean, that's fucked up. Sometimes they would have soup, but they didn't have a stove. So they had a hot plate. Right. You know, they're doing like prison cell fucking cooking
1: and shit here. And she like, obviously she doesn't like to clean. So this is a way (laughs) for her to, A, never fucking have to do fucking make meals. That's true. And B, she never has to clean up any yeah, fucking my kids dishes. always bitched about washing the silverware, yeah. so with three spoons, I yeah. mean, yeah. that's pretty simple. Do. Yeah. yeah, don't yeah. even use them. Eat the bread <laughs> and the crackers, and then you ain't even got a fucking deal with that's it. That's right. Stick that's your head right. under the goddamn tap and drink the water like a human. Oh, <laughs> some of those
2: pictures of the crime scene oh, yeah. with those sinks and shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. It looked like shit in the bottom of oh, it. It's disgusting. <laughs> the apartment is a complete fucking disaster. Total filth as i mentioned um and you know i know it's rough on a woman in this situation but it doesn't cost much to clean and keep yourself clean looking
1: and taking baths so. also you got a fucking a horde of goddamn kids right like make them do something that's true if yeah. everybody pitches in you got that shit you cleaned don't get up. The exactly yeah with clean.
2: seven fucking kids i yeah. know that one's the one kid's one. Yeah. Right. So there were a few, I'm sure, that were too little. But the majority yeah. of them were like upper,
1: you know, almost 11, 10 and 11, then in 12, their teens, yeah. you know.
2: And we're so, just talking
1: i'm just you know simple tasks like dude my kids the fucking were doing cover, their own laundry the at fridge. like 10
2: years old oh like, yeah oh yeah i mean my kids have always been
1: like that i had to do my own laundry in early age because i bitched at my mom for fucking shrinking one of my shirts or whatever you know yep. especially back whenever i was growing up in the 90s we were wearing all our shit real big so fuck it <laughs> i got one of my shirts back i'm like and she's like oh okay then you can do it your fucking self not she didn't say fucking but you right, know, right you still. can do it yourself and so from that point on i had to do, my just laundry do it rooms. yourself, yeah. yeah. That's not such a bad thing. <laughs> so, you
2: know, she's not exactly gonna attract a decent guy in this situation with all these kids, the filth, her looking like
1: fucking skeletor. Her stupid ass last name. Yeah. <laughs> fucked up last name now. Change your name, bitch. Exactly. And she, she is unfortunately
2: person. just a piece of ass and a punching bag to these guys, and that's fucked up. She might want to turn somebody else into that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so she was barely getting any support from John or Dennis. That's a big fucking surprise. Probably getting some form of public aid. actually checked to see when that started. Yeah. And that was like in the 20s. Wow. So, yeah. So that's been going on a while. But I know it's changed over the years. So maybe at this time, you know, there wasn't much of that. I don't know. Um. She was making a little bit of money babysitting, um, but it would be this skill that would end up bringing out her dark side, and no one would imagine, you know, that in Middle America here, Indianapolis, Indiana, that's some crazy fucked up Sadistic shit like this would happen.
3: Fucking shit! Hell yeah!
2: Now, Chris, you know, talking about that. You know, you think about big cities, you know, New York, L.A., Chicago, but not in Indianapolis. But why do these Cases from the heartland of the country seem to, for whatever reason, just splash the headlines.
0: I think, uh, like back then it was because it was Indianapolis in the middle of the country, whatever, right? Like LA and New York, they're fucking the LA Times went all over the country back then, anyway. Like the New York Times and shit, right? Like, so it got spread around more. Like, Indianapolis paper never. Went out of fucking Indianapolis and shit. You know what I'm saying? True, true. So like the news didn't spread that hard, that that quick. I don't think so. And then by the time right, got out, the
2: 24 hour news wasn't, wasn't a thing. Yeah. So
0: anything if that had happened now, it'd be fucking yeah, insane. Dude.
1: Probably, probably. I I can't help but think that possibly back then too, media had a tiny bit more moral decency than they have now. And when yeah. they say a story like that, maybe so they were bad. also sickened by it to the point where they didn't really Just want didn't to cover fucking, it talk that's about very
2: it. possible yeah. dude it's way different yeah, I mean, now this is course. pretty rough shit <laughs> to talk about on the fucking yeah. you know broadcast television in the 60s right, right? yeah but you know joe when you think about these cases from the midwest man this is like the fucking den of the most fucked up gacy <laughs> gein Dahmer, holmes we were talking about jim jones the clutter murders which is what spawned the whole fucking true crime right you know with the in cold blood so what is it though to joey about these big names coming from here is it the
1: isolation yeah maybe the ability to do shit under the radar everybody has their own fucking reasons for doing what they're doing of course but it seems like you know Possibly boredom is a big influence on a lot of these, and yeah. also, uh, yeah. also like upbringing, like what they were taught growing up. A lot of them have weird ideals and shit.
2: Right. Um, like-
1: something else that's like kind of like classic is you look at. Okay, all these fucking killers and shit come out of the Midwest, and like, you know, you could fucking have a serious conversation about Midwest fucking killers for real. Oh, yeah. Also, the same way as if you look at music, like, there's some sick bands that come out from right it's around true. this area, and you start naming off even just Illinois bands, you're like, holy fuck, you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, and if you want to look a little bit deeper into that rabbit hole, you can be like, okay, some of the big, the, the four big ones to me for serial murder for states is Illinois, New York, California, Florida – Right. Texas and Ohio are close to, of course, but but if you look at those places and then look at like the brutal metal scene and shit, like they're all coming out of those areas interesting, interesting and death analogy. metal and shit. Yeah, so I was like, it's kind of weird how those fucking coincide together, but it is kind of a cool study, I guess. Yeah, I think that is an <laughs> interesting point to raise, that's and that's for sure. I mean that's why you get motherfuckers like us to do a podcast that right. blend murder and metal because right, it just makes they sense they go to us. And in hand. Yeah. And
2: in. Now, Gertrude gets some news that's definitely fucked up you know, her fucking world even more. Her oldest, 17-year-old Paula, is three months pregnant. Ah, so now they got another baby on the way. All. But she's not pregnant. She's still a virgin. Yeah, she's still That's a right. That's right. Uh, now things are getting conception. even more desperate, yeah. and I don't know if she ever heard of birth control. I'm just wondering how that maybe never Dude got fucking into the goddamn
0: Gertrude never heard of birth control. No. how many kids she has, the possibility of kids she could have? <laughs> she never right. heard of that shit.
2: Yeah, I mean, so what the fuck? I mean, I can obviously sympathize here with a single mother, but this is fucking ridiculous. I mean, at some point you need to just shut it the fuck down. Right? You know, I mean, come on. It's, you know, I mean you're having kid after kid after kid. I mean, this is just fucked up.
0: And you can't like and it, not and taking care of Yeah, that's what I'm saying, and not being properly cared for. No,
2: right? no. So, Chris, her health, Gertie's health, starts to suffer. She's got some different diseases going on. <laughs> huh. Hygiene's going down the shitter, barely eating.
0: Did she look at dope, man? Fucking Dr. Gein would have helped. Dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I wondered if
2: her pussy maybe could have used some help from Dr. Gein's vagina
0: 100%, I guarantee it could have. Like, it it definitely needed it. We got some right here. (laughs) It's right here. Thanks, We do have it. (laughs) Joey, what do you
2: think? I mean, a bit of
1: the pussy potpourri might help or a slab of that vagina butter, you know? I mean, she was such a fucking sadistic bitch that probably when she opened her legs to anybody, she wanted it to be rank as fuck. Possible. Like I just don't. Yeah, she's like, she's like, smell this gross cut, you (laughs) fucking loser. Oh god, she was a mean bitch. She was, and she didn't like to clean shit anyway. So if you're not going to clean the fucking cupboards, you you ain't going to clean your vagina. No, it's going to be rough. Yeah. So her eyes
2: are sunken (laughs) in due to malnourishment. She's smoking like a fucking chimney. Um, how she's able to afford cigarettes is a whole nother story when the kids aren't eating, which is fucked up.
0: Babysitting, man. Let's right. That cigarette money. She
2: probably had a couple of them kids fucking
1: pretty good thieves too.
0: Probably. Yeah, probably.
2: <laughs> um, this may have been, you know, I'm not sure, you know, what the deal was, but she's calling herself Mr. Wright because that was, uh, Dennis's last name. She said that they were still married, even though they weren't, um, I'm not sure, though, because I know they did get divorced. I don't know when the, the timing is like. This God was. damn
1: it, it's easier to say and write. Yeah,
2: than Banishevsky, <laughs> right? Sign
1: them welfare checks. <laughs> no shit.
2: Uh, of course, to blame them in this story, you know, these guys are men, especially John, who fathered six of the seven. So, you know, these guys should have stepped it the fuck up, um, especially John with the six kids. I mean, do you ever um, just that's fucking, fucked up?
1: You ever just step back if you're John and be like, Damn, I fucked that. Like that's fucking gross. (laughs) Yeah, especially John. I mean, six times. I made kids with that
2: thing. Jesus Christ, nothing good's gonna come out of this for
0: for the equivalent of seventeen years. Yeah, right.
2: (laughs) Now, Chris, I know you would agree. Of course, you're a dad, and you know these guys not being men to step up and take care of business is fucked up.
0: Hey, man, I could like Joey was saying, I could see it with her, her meanness, and just everything in general. I'm going to go get a pack of cigarettes and never come back. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think just about just it. Well, that's why switched. they all did that. This know, is
1: the 60s. Watch what I can do. Right. Right. I, I
0: can just disappear and it Poof. doesn't matter.
1: Abracadabra. So it was July
2: of 1965. Paula Banaszewski met two teenage girls in the neighborhood, Sylvia and Jenny Likens, Uh, Jenny wore braces on her legs from polio, which was common back in that time. Run,
0: Forrest, run. Yeah, I
2: mean, yeah, the Forrest Gump, uh, you think of the big metal braces. I mean, it's awful.
1: Rickety cricket. Um, But, (laughs) you
2: know, it was a time when that was a thing.
1: Um, Paul takes that. Hold on, real quick. I had this fucking teacher when I was in high school in Mattoon, and I think he was a biology, I'm pretty sure, science um, But he had polio in one arm. And then his other arm was fucking jacked like like oh, fucking wow. Popeye. Oh, that's and his fucked one up. arm was all fucking cripped out and shit. But dude, I, yeah, I was like, that's dude, what's weird. up with this dude that I found out he had polio, you know? Oh, but his one arm was But dude, like, as he would do fuck. everything with that one arm, like pick up all these heavy ass fucking things. I was like, fucking, if you ever got punched by that one arm, holy shit.
2: Yeah, that would hurt. That would hurt. <laughs> So Paula takes Jenny and her sister uh, Sylvia back to her place to listen to some Beatles albums. She loved
1: the Beatles. Loved
2: the Beatles. Uh, Sylvia and Jenny really liked going over there since they could probably do what the fuck they wanted with very little supervision from old Gertie. It seems like that was
0: just the old party house. Smoke
2: cigarettes and drink beers. That's right. That's right. So now their mother, uh, Betty, was in jail. So the two girls had been staying at their apartment alone with nobody to take care of them and, like, having to fend for themselves. And she was locked up for theft, right? Yeah, yeah sure. shoplifting, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, now these girls probably, as bad as it was at the Banishevsky house, at least there were other people. Right. And they had some food, even though yeah, it was bread, and, bread and water
1: and crackers. But As it turns out, maybe less people would have been better in this situation, though. That's true, dude. That's true. Um, so,
2: you know, it just... It's it's terrible to think of these two girls in that situation, but Gertrude lets them stay with her, which seems nice on the surface, but it wouldn't end up to be a good fucking thing at all. Uh, Betty had abandoned the girl's father, uh, Lester, who traveled around with the carnival. He sold stuff at yeah, the carnival. I can't carnival. remember I can't it what was, it was, but yeah,
0: they had their marriage was rocky as shit anyway yeah i mean she had left him yeah. so
2: you know the, so they were all fucked up and then she, like i said she was in jail she gets out though um where he finds out that the girls are on their own and he shows up to get him at gertrude's but when benny gets out of jail she decides to take off with him and then they're going to leave the girls at the
1: Banishevsky house which is Definitely not a good fucking move. Under the pretense that they're going to give her twenty dollars a week.
0: Yeah, twenty bucks a week for both the kids. Even in the sixties, that that
1: uh, doesn't seem like a whole lot. Eh, you know? I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, but he barely I, it, it's sent her kids, any money. But I'm saying eighty bucks a month, fucking pulling two more kids in the Midwest in the sixties. Maybe right. not so bad of a racket.
2: No, maybe not. Chrissy, Google that real quick. What? How much is twenty dollars? Oh, in 1965, the conversion to to now, it's you just Google it.
1: Fine. Yeah, I'm just I mean, curious. Yeah, I mean it's it doesn't seem like a lot, but back then maybe not yeah, so I'm bad. i say like 75, 80 bucks. But of course, the problem is then the fucking money doesn't start coming in, right? And so then now she,
2: Gertrude's fucking getting she's pissed, pissed.
1: right? She's like. Holy shit. And I mean, this is literally after like he missed like one payment. And then he tried to tell, I think he tried to, he contacted her and tried to tell her, oh, you know, I'll get her all straightened out. But right. of course it never did. And she fucking was literally was like, I fucking took care of you two bitches for nothing. Right. Basically. Yeah. And she's pissed. So now she's about to, you know, let some anger out.
0: So a single dollar in 1965 was worth today. Nineteen 19- nine dollars and 18 cents. All right. So-, so I don't do math. What's uh
2: So 20 times 9 18. 180 bucks. Yeah. Wow. A so week. Guess,
0: yeah, okay. I guess that ain't terrible. So yeah,
2: no, that's not too bad. I didn't think it would be that high. So right. thanks, Chris. Um so Chris, I mean, this is a home with no stove, no microwave, only half the number of beds they need. I mean, if this guy would have just <laughs> said, "Hey, can I take a piss real
0: quick?" Yeah. You know, all right, like he, he might never, have
2: seen some shit.
0: He never actually went into the house at all. No, he? I don't think like so. Like, they just talked to him. He's just like, all right, cool. Let's roll with it. So he had no idea what his kids were getting into in the house anyway. Right. Which is fucked up. You think if you're leaving your kids. Exactly. Somebody, you're going to want to check out where the living Right, where are they going to sleep. Where they sleep you know? in. Like, no fucking way, dude.
2: Right. Especially with teenage boys in the house. I mean, that's right. definitely could be a, girls a tough in a house situation.
0: No teenage boys, yeah.
2: Um, the first week they're there, everything seems to go fine. They're going to church, they're going to school, they're doing things with the other kids. But like you said, Joey, the money stop doesn't show up. <laughs> like one geez, day. No yeah. Yes. Like yes.
0: One, one fucking week. day, dude. She was one relying week, on that shit. shit. No, I thought it was the next day the money order showed up. She started bitching at them like, I. Took care of you guys for nothing, and then the next day the money order showed up or whatever.
2: Yeah, I mean it was it was just a mess. Um she forces the girls to pull their pants down and lie face down on her bed while she whipped their asses raw. It was soon after that that the parents of the girls stopped by to check on them, but neither mentioned the beating they took, probably because she had them scared to fucking death. Yeah. Know? Yeah, but
0: your fucking parents, you should be able to be like, look. This motherfucker straight you would think, beating me, dude. You
2: know, you would think for sure. Um, Sylvia and Jenny uh, went through the garbage cans in the neighborhoods for bottles uh, for some money. They could turn them in and buy some candy. And when they came home with the candy, old Gertie accuses them of stealing it. They just so stole she that candy. Doesn't fucking believe them. Um, despite them telling her over and over again how they got the money, she doesn't believe them. And this time she pulls their pants down and beats them on the bed with a paddle. So this is escalating. Joey, it's soon after this that the Banashevsky kids told old Gertie
1: about what happened with Sylvia at that church social. What was the yeah, deal with that? They were having a big potluck and, you know, they had a bunch of food or whatever and, Supposedly Sylvia fucking ate a bite. I mean, this girl hadn't been eating. You blame her? I mean, goddamn, i like have been eating like a Christmas to a kid, you know. Right. But uh anyway, some of the, uh, her her sons or whatever came back, and she told Gertie that hey, she was being a fucking pig, being a, right. a pig pig blood, yeah, there, and yeah. fucking pigging out at this function. <laughs> And Gertrude's like, Oh, okay, we'll we'll teach her a lesson or two.
2: Yeah, so now you're starting to see the kids getting in on this action. Yeah. So that, that that this keeps escalating, as I'm sure our listeners by now are like, Oh my god. So here we go, Chris. Gertie forces Sylvia yeah, to eat, I this, eat a hot dog. What she, the fuck?
0: A hot dog, but she took everything out, every condiment or whatever out of the refrigerator or whatever, and just put everything on there and forced her to eat it until she, she had all it. the
2: kids putting stuff on it. Yeah, they like pass it around. Chicago spices, you know, condiments, it's Chicago dog. Is
0: it? Yeah. great. Right,
2: it's yeah, a Chicago right? dog. Yeah. All sorts of spices though. They yeah, were putting oh, on yeah, it.
0: You know, it was normal. Yeah, yeah. Had her like forcing her to to it. And then it made her fucking throw up. So she's fucking like, you know what? Fuck that. You want to eat a lot, eat your fucking puke too. Yeah. And she did. Fucking own vomit. So like that's, fucked up, man. There's oh, probably yeah. some black
1: and curlies in there. It I was going to
0: say, remember my story yeah. about
2: my roommate eating puke, yeah. uh, frozen <laughs> puke out of a fucking bowl. So that's, uh, I don't even know that's what important. episode that's I on, either, but, but that's, you'll uh, have to go back and <laughs> enjoy that one. I, you know, it might be fun to bring back a oh, couple yeah. of the old stories just for, you know, people that maybe haven't heard it and right. are new listeners so they can get some of these. Maybe that's something we should do
1: uh maybe a special couple episodes or something. I don't oh, know. Yeah. We'll have to think about that. It's sad to say that I don't have one, but I have two friends that I witness Eat mushrooms, throw up in my toilet, reach in, grab the mushrooms out of the oh. toilet, and then eat them again. Oh god! Because <laughs> they didn't want to waste them. Oh my god!
0: <laughs> god damn! <dude>. Wow.
2: <laughs> or like the Trailer Park Boys when that when they change from the uh, into the animated episode. Oh where yeah. The mushrooms oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Tripping, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, so Sylvia and Jenny's parents stop by again, but the girls don't mention the eating incident or the paddling or any of this shit. I wonder if this is that whole um, Stockholm syndrome where you start to sympathize with your captor. It's fucked up.
0: But still, at the same time, their parents still never went into the house and saw what the I know Or they didn't give a fuck. They're like, like, maybe they thought
1: thought if they fucking saw that they were getting beat on, that they were going to demand, Gertrude was going to demand more money from them. That's true. She was like, oh, we got to pay you to beat our kids now because, you know, we're we're supposed to be doing that ourselves, I know. Right. right? Yeah, it's it's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The parents are fucked up, I think.
2: So uh, so things start to get really crazy. August of 1965, Gertrude overhears Sylvia talking to the girls about how she let a boy feel her up, and Gertrude went into a fucking
0: rage. Oh, she snapped off, dude.
2: Yeah. Somewhere else, though, it might have been the book I read that she said she just laid next to a boy. So the little discrepancy there for Gertrude. And Gertrude's, had, right, that's Gertrude's right. head. That's right. She's calling her a whore. Yeah. And prostitute and all this other shit. She's just fucked up. She's almost like Ricky in the Trailer Park Boys, calling people a male prostitute. <laughs> did meanwhile, that with Alex Lifeson, that was so fucking. Funny. And meanwhile,
1: her fucking kid's pregnant. Yeah, her kids. Yeah, exactly, pregnant
2: exactly. Yeah, exactly. So she told the kids that Sylvia was pregnant, um, and that she was a prostitute and was kicking just, her in the crotch. Just
0: giving her fucking. Cunt like what points, the fuck dude.
2: with the kicking in the crotch?
1: And Joey isn't kicked in the pussy. Is that a goremonger song
2: or Not no? Yet. But you know what's or funny? it be?
1: Whenever I was reading these notes, I was like, man, I think there is a song like "cunted in" the, or "punted in the cunt." Something. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna look it up because I was like, maybe kicked in the pussy. And if you look up "kicked in the pussy," let me. (laughs) I I learned something today. I learned that that there's some kind of subgenre of fetish shit of of pussy of women. Kicking each other in the pussy, it's like <laughs> cunt crushing. Oh my god. It's something like that, but it's just women punting each other in the cunt, and they'll be bruised up. And god oh my god, Jerry I f- I was like, okay, I looked up the wrong shit. Yeah, right. So I, I got wow. out of there. But Kick anyway, like I pussy said, would
2: be a cool band name. Yeah, too, wouldn't?
1: It? No, but I was like, kicked in the put, and then I was like, well, of course, what the hell was I thinking? Putting that <laughs> right, in? Right there, yeah, I was just looking for a song though. And right. Holy right. fuck.
2: that's hilarious.
1: So Anyway, if anybody out there listening's like into that kind of shit, go ahead and comment. Yeah, tell us. I'd love to hear. Yeah, from what's you. up with that? Yeah,
0: <laughs> we need to know. So, <laughs> we need to know.
2: Gertrude did not allow Sylvia to sit down. I mean, we're laughing. This is so horrible, but you oh, can't help but yeah. This me. is a bad. It's one. so fucked up. Um, she doesn't allow her to sit down and she lets all the kids do sh- fucked up shit, beat on her.
0: Dude, like she like sat in the chair and Paula just comes and throws her out of the chair and is like, you don't deserve to sit down. Right. You know, yeah. like, Throwing it her all.
2: down the fucking stairs. I mean, just, like, I wonder so if bad. she was doing this because her own looks were obviously fading quickly. That's what they were saying. And Sylvia Impossible. was very pretty. Yeah. So maybe she was jealous. I right. don't know. I don't know what you guys that's think. That's what I that. said. Might oh, be a big I really part think of that. that's what it was. You think so? Yeah. You know, and it could be too that she was embarrassed about her own her daughter, own like you Paul guys being pointed out,
0: and like she's just like. Because wow. that was a
2: middle-aged man that got her daughter pregnant. Right. So that's married. even worse. He was
0: married.
1: married, yeah, man, yeah. right, yeah. married, right. exactly. It, you know, it's crazy It's like one of their games that they were doing was pushing her down the stairs, Sylvia. Right, like, and they like they would have neighborhood kids that would come over. you like, can put, hey, five dollars, you can push nickel, this girl yeah. down the stairs. All you a want, nickel. Yeah. but yeah. it's yeah. like. Uh, how many times can you get pushed down the stairs? Like I I thought there were times that I've seen in movies or heard about that motherfucker goes down the stairs and they break a neck or, you know, right. Right. how many times do <laughs> you get knocked down the goddamn stairs? Like, Holy fuck. She right. was a tough ass girl. She was. Right. She really was. Right. Like, yeah. A nickel. Man, that's a fucking good nickel. You just knock this bitch down the stairs. Like what the right. fuck kind of neighborhood <laughs> are they living in? <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like these kids just are about it too. Yeah, no, it's it's so (laughs) fucked up. Fucked up. These kids are about wait. I actually get to push a person down the stairs. Exactly, charging
2: a nickel to come check it out.
0: So insane.
2: Um. So others have speculated that the financial stress, and I mean, I know I've been there. We've all been there. Where you're stressing on money, man. That's the worst. Um. So I get that, you know. And maybe she just snapped the fuck out. I guess. You know, anything's possible with this one. But could have been
1: a hybrid of all those things. You know? But at the same time, like, what kind of person does it take to really sit there and watch this happen to someone else and not be like, not, I can't fucking yeah, watch this. this. I gotta yeah. get it. Yeah. yeah. Something is wrong. You yeah. Know, like.
0: We need to do something. Different. Like the, yeah, the fact that there sadism. were that many people beyond
1: uh, her family,
2: like yeah, you were saying, yeah. Chris. Like these kids in the neighborhood. Like, yeah. how fucked up do you gotta be to
1: want to fucking watch some shit? Like we that? were talking last night. We're, God, like, we're yeah. like, how did, how did not at least a great percentage of those people not grow up to be serial killers? Right. <laughs> I yeah. I mean, for sure. So. You know, it's weird,
2: too, how she focused in on Sylvia, maybe Jenny, because she had the braces on. She felt sorry for her. I don't know.
0: I don't think she felt sorry for anyone. She just picked Sylvia for whatever reason yeah, Sylvia she just, had in her head. Yeah. So
2: now Jenny and Sylvia are telling kids at school to get back at these motherfuckers that the two oldest Banishevsky girls, Paula and Stephanie, were having sex with boys for money. I wouldn't oh. be surprised that they weren't. I would neither, but you know.
0: also that's pretty ballsy. You're already getting these beatings, and now you're yeah. going to go talk shit about my right. daughters. You know it's going to get back to her. Right, right. right. Like, that's ballsy as fuck.
2: It is. I mean, Joey, this is like lighting a fucking, a whole pack of fucking fireworks off in the middle of this fucking house because... They're going to fucking hear about it
1: like Chris was just saying, right? What it reminds me of is lighting off a whole fucking can of mace upstairs of the house. And that's talking about the sugar babe shit because that's that's what this reminds me of. It's like, yeah, yeah, these people are like instigating each other within this residence to team up on this one person. And we're going to make each other believe that we've got the reason to do this. Right. Even though fucking to any outsider, it's like, are you fucking insane? You know, what I'm
2: I saying? know it is so fucked yeah. up. Like Chris said, I mean, pretty ballsy to be talking some shit I at mean, school, yeah. dude. If you're gonna be talking at school, it's to the fucking principal or A guidance counselor. Or saying somebody. this yeah, is yeah, like- fucked up. Like, we're being abused. Like, please take us the fuck out of And it's like,
1: man, I I can't understand, like, the mentality because I feel like I don't have it, but I know some people do or whatever. But you you look at the sugar babe with Vera Joe, and then you look at this one with Sylvia, and it's like... Already up to this point in the story, if this shit was happening to me, I'm fucking gone. Right. Right. Like, I'm getting the fuck out of there, and I'm going to figure out something else in my life, because that's fucking insane. It is. And if nobody's going to listen to you, whatever, I'm going to fucking keep going. it It hasn't even gotten 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 bad yet. Right. It hasn't even gotten bad yet. No, but it's still bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can see. Oh, yeah. No, it's bad enough. I agree. Yeah. And, And when you're inside, like, a residence, and, like, you're basically... Now surrounded by this fucking group that's (laughs) against you, like fuck that. I don't want nothing good can come out of it. No, no. So Steph,
0: Stephanie, I feel like she was scared for her sister too. Oh, that's probably, a, that's another, yeah. like, you
1: know, that's another thing. And if you go to Vera Joe Regal too, it's the same thing. She was, Sylvia's she scared for her sister. Vera Joe was scared for her baby. Right. Yeah. yeah right. There's a reason to stick around and like, we're right. going to talk later. Like Sylvia can get out at one point, but she goes and tries to get her sister and that's how she gets caught. Like she right. probably could have got out herself. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that, that's the other fucking aspect is these people are being, and very uh manipulative fu- yeah to yeah. their fucking you know oh, yeah. loved ones and that's awesome but holy fuck it is it's fucked up what you go through later on i don't no. know wow so stephanie's boyfriend coy
2: hubbard he's going to be a, an important part of this story 15 he, he's 15 he's a old. winner he's a winner yeah he <laughs> finds out that the Lykins girls were saying this stuff about stephanie who's a who's girlfriend. girlfriend he so he it. decides to get fucking revenge. He goes over and gives Sylvia a fucking beat down. Gertrude tells him to use her as practice for his judo. And that became a thing that he oh, would yeah. do a lot, yeah. like constantly he kicking her, punching her. What judo the fuck?
1: practice? That's it. Sometimes down in the basement on the concrete. On the concrete. Yeah. Yeah. And shit. I mean, yeah. horrible shit. They said, uh, I saw one thing. I only saw it on this one, but still, I thought it was pretty interesting. But they were saying that during that, too, that Paula fucking also fucking hit Sylvia so hard that she broke her, her own wrist. Her wrist, yeah, I And saw so that later, too. she ended up getting oh, a fucking wow. cast on it and then would beat the her with cast, the cast. Man, oh, I saw that, too,
2: Jesus Christ. Um, so now Gertrude's telling um, the friends of Sylvia that she was saying bad things about them. And so now you got, you know, neighborhood kids, school kids coming over to beat her ass. I mean, what the fuck? Um, She even tried to uh, get Jenny to beat up Sylvia when she refused, threatened her, and then she wound uh, up having to do
0: it. Yeah, basically, unless you want to get the beatings your sister's getting, you need to go beat her. Yeah. Oh, my God, so that's fucked up. My God. And you know that. You don't want that beating. You don't want to kick your fucking sister no, either. It's You're terrible.
2: Stu- like, what do you do? Right. It's horrible. So, Chris, a couple months into the beatings, one of the neighbors finally uh, saw oh. Sylvia wandering around, black I, eyes and her shit. Her eyes
0: swollen shut it so bad and shit. Her lips all fucked up. Yeah. And nobody did shit about it. Nobody no. reported it, didn't ask questions. No. Nope. They're just like, oh, okay, this 16-year-old girl is just walking around like right. she just got like out of a fucking been fighting
1: with ring. Mike Tyson. Yeah. I hate to keep bringing up the parallels, but remember Vera Joe? whenever they brought her over to the Salvation Army, right? and she was all fucked up, and some of those people over there said the same thing, like, damn, that girl fucking got beat, but nobody or said nobody anything said to authorities. Yeah. Or-
2: Unfortunately, you hear that a lot with stories of yeah, the abuse like true. this, which is terrible. It really is. So now Sylvia tells Gertie that she needs a sweatsuit for Jim, but, you know, Gertie says they can't afford it, so Sylvia has to steal one, which is fucked up. But, hey, you know, I mean, she doesn't want to fucking not have it. Uh, she got beaten up and forced to confess, and she proceeded to beat her kicker repeatedly in the crotch for her, quote, sticky fingers. Uh, Gertie burnt her fingertips Was with lit cigarettes. Ever,
0: dude, that is like the wow. worst. Wow. And that ain't all the cigarette burns she gets either. No,
1: this gets so much
0: oh, worse. Oh yeah, she had so many by dude, the time they did the autopsy. I mean, yeah, the kids just use her like an ashtray. Yeah. yeah,
2: the kids that smoked in the house, they would put her their cigarettes out on her like an ashtray. I like, mean, what the fuck?
0: I mean, just so everyone listening knows this whole thing happens within a three month fucking period. Yeah. Right? right, this isn't even a long drawn out time. That's this true, is like dude. So fucking quick that. Escalates this this fast.
2: Yeah, and they're fucking tormenting her with matches and shit, lighting them and like throwing them at her and shit. So I can't even imagine the stress that this kid's going through and the pain. Um, but it, this is just get ramping up, guys. It's going to get so much worse. She makes Sylvia strip in the living room for her sons and the neighborhood kids. Yeah, the other kids from the neighborhood. To masturbate with a coke bottle for forces them. her to do this. That's right. fucked up. Shortly after this, Sylvia becomes incontinent and cannot control her urination. So she's incontinent because she's
0: shocked. The fucking shock,
2: forces. beat and kicked in the vagina I and mean, right. all this other shit. That I mean, doesn't make up. Gertrude
0: happy because they only got three mattresses and she's pissing on them. Can't be having that, right?
2: Exactly. That's true. So, Joey, now they put the girl in the basement, and yeah. this
1: is when shit starts to get even darker. Yeah, it gets story. worse. I mean, it literally, it gets darker because you're going into a basement. But right. also, you know, they've got her down there now, and it's like, oh, you can't control your bowels. <sighs> right. So now you're going to be pissing the shit on the floor because you ain't got nowhere to go, Right. which isn't going to fucking make them mad. Right. Right. But you're out. You're, you're, yeah. A, what do you expect her to do? You're a living fucking being. You're obviously going to have to do that. Right. But they've also, I mean, they've got her down there, strip her down, tie her up. Like, yeah. She's tied to the stairs. She's
2: naked. The dog lives down there with her. Um, and then Gertrude <laughs> would get mad because, like you said, there's piss and shit all over the place. So she puts her in a bathtub of scalding, scalding fucking hot water like just to cleanse her. Water, yeah. Because she was a dirty girl. And she would do this multiple times a day, dunking her head under the water. And then afterward, rubbing salt right. into her skin with like a hard bristle bristle like, brush. That's just
0: a pure hatred for someone, That's dude.
2: fucked up, man. Wow. I this, mean, this was multiple times a fucking day. Holy shit. I'd rather be
1: in the basement yeah. to deal with that. That fucking hateful treatment right there is also reminds me wow. of Teresa Knorr. Yeah. The way she was. Oh, you know? yeah. Had her in that closet.
2: Yeah. Uh, now, Gertrude uh, gets a 14-year-old boy, so another boy in the mix here, Ricky Hobbs, to beat up Sylvia. <laughs> Keep an eye on her. <laughs> it's like, a, like, a, like, 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 like a, a strong a fight man, club. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Some suspect that old Gertrude was fucking this 14-year-old yeah, right. kid
1: she to get probably, him to do what
2: she wanted. Probably was. I'm sure she was. Um, this just... Keeps getting more fucked up. I can't even imagine, you know, you're talking about the level of dysfunctionality here is on fucking off the charts. Uh, They also forced her to eat spoiled food from the garbage and rubbed a dirty, uh, shitty baby diaper into her her mouth. They forced her to eat her own feces. Yes, yes. Now, Chris, Gertrude is making money off of this. Like we said, charging kids a nickel... To see her naked or to watch them push her down the stairs.
0: Again, these fucking neighborhood kids, somebody walks up to you and says, Hey, we got this beat up naked girl chained up in the basement. Right. And you wanna see it? You wanna go see for a nickel? Okay, maybe you're like, Okay, is this fucking real? Right. So you maybe do it, do it once. Yeah, but and then, once you but realize once you it's, see real. it's real, you go back and you're like, Hey, yo, my, right. you, For a nickel, you got to go see what's happening over here real quick because you're going to flip your shit. Yeah. Like, call the cops, dude.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. It's unbelievable. And and it's like, it's kind of different. This is what's different in this case than most of the other ones that we're talking about. So most of the time, you get a victim like that, like Sylvia or whatnot, and you try to confine them, and you try to fucking uh, cut them off, cut off all ties from anything else. Because as you're abusing them, you don't want anybody else to know what's going on. Right. This is the case too with a lot of like parents who kill their babies or whatever, um, or toddlers or you know something like that. But uh, in this case, you got Gertrude who's like pulling in fucking rappies and fucking coke, and, you know. Co criminals on this shit right. from everywhere. Like everybody is gonna know what's going on. You're not yeah, fucking hiding nobody talks. Yeah, everybody's right. keeping their and these are shut. fucking kids. Right, and kids are known for fucking blabbing. exactly. Shit, exactly. Dude, exactly. D- d- look what so I so fucked dude. up.
2: So Joey Gertrude has one of her sons make Sylvia clean the basement floor. I mean, this is about as bad as it gets, dude. Yeah, uh, fucking
1: it's. I'm sure, I mean, her urine, feces, everything else. The dog was down there, too, remember? So I'm sure that it was fucking probably going down there, too. As she's doing this, fucking, they're getting her to fucking eat and drink her own urine. Like, I'm talking fucking bucket full of fucking piss. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. and Oh, my God. I mean, she's already, you know, malnourished Uh. and probably dehydrated, and you're... You know, you've been kicked and beat around in the fucking, uh, the, the Oregon area, I guess. So you've already got issues going on down there. I mean, and then you're so just fucking taking up. your dirty old waste and putting it back into there. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. It's, it's terrible so situation.
2: Um, there were some near rescues though. I, I was amazed to see some of this. Now Jenny somehow had gotten word to her older sister. Yeah. I saw one place it was Dana and then another place I saw Diana, but oh, I, I saw think it's Diana.
1: Diana. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Oh. <laughs> so um They tell Diana about the abuse, but Diana figures that it's just Jenny lying because she doesn't want to be punished. Yeah, which
0: is crazy. That's fucking crazy. So at first, she
2: just blows it off. Yeah. And then another girl from school told her mother what was going on, but she told her mind her own business.
0: Again, <laughs> again,
2: it's fucked up. But you know, in the '60s, this kind of stuff was much more taboo. And that's what they were saying. They were like, "Oh, it's hey, just... it's within a family. Yeah, it's like, a domestic let them take thing. Care of it. That,
1: that's just how it happens. Sometimes. Yeah,
2: I mean, it's fucked up, but that you know, definitely, I could see it. Now, a reverend from their church stopped by. Now, this would be funny if this was Jim Jones, but it, I didn't see any. Oh, right, right. It. But how funny would that have been? <laughs> Gertrude told him how bad Sylvia was, and they prayed for the girl instead of asking more about the obvious signs of abuse. Right. And the absolute squalor conditions in this fucking house. I mean, I can't believe that fucking you know, priest or reverend didn't fucking do something about that. That's crazy. So now the older sister, again, Diana, she stops by one more time to see the girls, and Gertie's acting all shifty, won't let her inside, so she calls the cops, and the cops send a social worker out there. That's fucking good. She tells them Sylvia ain't there anymore. Right. right. She ran away. She
1: booted her out for being and a fucking And she could play that prostitute. You know,
2: somewhat you know personable yeah. type of person when she needed to, and she made them feel like, hey, you know, she ran away, and- and the, the other girl, um, I don't think she mentioned it. Jenny. I don't know for off the top of my head why she didn't get to I see her. Know. But she told her that, like you said, Sylvia was gone, that she threw her out for being a prostitute. Which is funny. Back in the day, that would have been like, oh, okay. You know, nowadays, like yeah. you did what to a fucking 16-year-old kid? Man? Yeah. And it,
0: Yeah, how can they not fucking be like, well, that's a problem right there. Exactly. Like, what the fuck are you even thinking, for one?
2: Right. So she files a report and nothing gets done. So that's, that's the common thread here. Now, Chris, Gertrude told Sylvia if she could hold her bladder...
0: Yeah, but she already knows she can't. Right. Like... She so would let her sleep upstairs again. Let her again. sleep upstairs. So she ties her to the bed. So even if she did have to go to the bathroom, she wouldn't be able to get up in the fucking first place. Right, right. Ties her to the bed, and I'll be up. And she fucking pissed herself, obviously. It's going to happen. Exactly. So it's punishment again Right. with the fucking Coke bottle in front Strip of all the kids. again for yeah. the boys. What the Once fuck? Once again, like, fuck that, man. That's really Hanging fucked with up.
1: with the boys. <laughs> so Joey... <laughs>
2: They carved and branded this fucking girl. So now it's it's getting really horrible. Yeah, here. she
1: takes a fucking sewing needle and fucking heats it up and so fucking gets glowing. it hot. Glowing, yeah. And, I mean, she didn't put, like, whore. No, that, art, dude, cunt, or There's a whole fucking She puts... Sentence. I'm a prostitute and proud of it. And then they tried to put an S on her chest, but the fucking, and I think the kid was doing that. Right. And he fucked it up and it came out to look like a three. right? So Dale Earnhardt, woo. Right. <laughs> babe Ruth. And babe Ruth, Yeah. But, uh, you know, I can't imagine like, that's a lot of fucking burns and that's a little thing, but still right. that's, that's torture. Across her stomach. Oh yeah. yeah. That's just fucking horrible. That,
0: the picture of it's just ridiculous. It's so, It is. It, so vividly there yeah like, i mean you could see this on, you know burns. of course
2: i know that yeah you could see a lot of fucked up shit on the internet but really the crime scene photos are absolutely terrible
0: and then you're
1: fucking i mean at still i at any point up to this point you're still going to school right or whatever I, she you wasn't can, going to school no this that was time. in the summer oh so they okay were done with still though you're fucking right. out. Like you can't just lift your shirt up to somebody and be like, "Look at this shit." Right, oh, exactly. That's what you said about it. That's yeah, I'm like, not
2: on the Exorcist. Here. Right, this right. Like, been burned into my skin by my right. And like know, Gertrude straight said, basically. "What are
0: you going to do now? You can't get married. You can never get undressed in front of right, people. right." Like yeah. just straight, like yeah, it's fucked crushing up. Crushing this person.
2: Yeah. Now they re- Gertrude forces Sylvia to write a letter to her parents, and this is fucked up. I don't know, Joey. You want
0: to read that?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Sylvia did write this Yeah right. it was
0: just dictated by Gertrude uh, right. right but
1: yeah Gertrude told her What to say What the hell's going on here My Yeah,
0: I thought, I thought the okay, listeners I Would it. want
1: to hear like yeah. the actual letter That yeah. she wrote So this is what she said She a couple said uh, paragraphs. <clears throat> said, I went with a gang of boys in the middle of the night, and they said they would pay me if I would give them something, so I got in the car, and all they got what they wanted. They all got what they wanted. yeah, yeah. and even <laughs> yeah. and she said, uh, and when they got finished, they beat me up and left sores on my face and all over my body. And they also put on my stomach, I am a prostitute and proud of it. I have done just about everything that I could do just to make Gertie mad and cause Gertie more money than she's got. I've tore up a new mattress and peed on it. I have also caused Gertie's doctor bills that she really can't pay and made Gertie a nervous wreck and all her kids. Yeah. Wow. So she's like Making her, in her own writing, confess to all the issues that she's got right. going on with herself right. and covering it up. So yeah. fucking. And then they even made
0: her sign it, so her name wasn't even on the book right, there. right. And it opened up with "Dear Mister and Mrs. Lycan. Right. You know the fuck? What kid writes their fucking parent? Dear exactly. Mr. And Mrs. Like, yeah,
2: dear mom and dad, right? Yeah, Instead right. Of dear Mister and Mrs. Yeah. I yeah. so, like my
0: mom and dad. Like, dear Mister and Mrs. Shawback. How are you this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Now Gertrude is
2: going to the basement to beat on Sylvia with chairs, and she's uh, doing some really horrible shit. Unable to finish her off, the poor girl told her sister she She knew she she was going to die. I'm I'm not
0: going to make it, dude. Yeah,
2: she was refusing to eat. She's covered in sores, starving to death. All she wanted to do was die. I mean, I can't even imagine it. Uh, she tried to run from the house, knowing she was going to die. It was like a last ditch effort. Because
0: yeah, they were talking about fucking taking her to the dump gar- or the yeah, they uh, were going
2: to take her to the dump or whatever. Yeah, take her to get the rid dump. of her body. Yeah.
0: What well, did she talk into like her own sister? Like Gertrude telling her own sister she had to participate in that. I like, think so. Yeah, you got to take your sister out here and leave her there.
2: Right. Uh, yeah, they were going to kill her. They were going to just leave her somewhere yeah. to die. Like yeah, that's yeah. fucked up. Um, Sylvia tried to run, but, you know, she didn't make it, obviously.
0: There was a point, too, where she, like, Gertrude brought her food, and she's like, give it to the dog, he's hungrier than I am or something. Right. Just like, just straight, pure fuck you, I don't care anymore, just kill me. Yeah, I want to die at this point.
2: Um, And then to make things worse, you know, she's at this point she's not even making sense, and they're blasting her with cold water and laughing at her in the basement. So what the fuck? (sighs)
0: October 26,
2: 1965, Sylvia finally dies. So like you pointed out, Chris, this started in August. So three months of this is fucked up. Um, Despite Stephanie trying to give her mouth to mouth, she dies. So Gertie said that she was faking it and told one of the boys to call the cops. Right.
0: It's like, no, she's dead, dude. Like,
2: yeah, she, she was out running around. She came home all beat up. And she died, is what she told yeah, the cops. That was the story yeah. Gertie. The cops right, are like, I don't fucking think so. She shows them this letter. that, So I'm sure they were thinking the same like, shit we were. Like, on. come on. You this know. is dictated. This <laughs> is fucking bullshit. Um, so now things start to unravel for Gertie. She's 37. She's looking fucking rough, like 60. Uh, crime scene pictures are rough um, to look at, but... Like I said, some of this stuff, if you want to see. see it, it's out there. That's
0: what the cops, like Jenny, like her sister, straight up like, get me the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I will fucking tell you everything that's been going on. That's in
2: right. That's right. Um, so, you know, Gertie's blaming the kids. The kids are blaming her. I mean, that's how it is when, you know, they arrest the group, right. right? Everybody starts turning on each other. Chris, the cops arrest Gertie and bring the kids in, including some of those neighborhood kids that were fucking doing this shit.
0: Oh, that was, a, like we said, There was a whole gang of them. And like you said, they instantly started saying, oh, this is their fault. She's like, no, the kids did this. Right. I couldn't control them. Right. But as an adult, if they were actually doing it, you should have been like, okay, well, I'm calling the cops and getting rid of.
2: Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. Yeah, nobody fucking Brought them all in,
0: held them all. Without fucking bailing shit, I'm pretty sure if I remember yeah. right. Just no, I think you're point. right. Something's fucked up.
2: Yeah. So Joey, the autopsy shows some fucking bad, bad shit, man. What was the, the damages done?
0: Like
1: we so, like we yeah. were saying, I mean, they were using her as a human ashtray, so she had over a hundred cigarette burns. Um there were parts of her skin that were missing, you know, mostly from the fucking scalding baths and shit. Right. Like to, all, some of those injuries in required like Skin grafts and shit, and then she obviously didn't get that. Right. Um, and then she obviously fucking had bruising and other shit, and then major, major damage uh, to her vagina, right. which was basically swollen clothes like, from thick. getting fucking kicked so many times.
0: That's fucking brutal. That's as fucked fuck, up,
2: man. And they did find out that she was a virgin in the autopsy. So despite what Gertrude said, right. she wasn't, you know, doing anything. Do she of wasn't
0: old, which. She never had, her daughter was a whore.
2: Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe maybe two of them. Uh Gertrude was found guilty of first-degree murder and given a life sentence without the possibility of parole, but no. Nope. She was such a model inmate, she got 4500 people to sign a petition to the <laughs> governor. Jesus. And they let her ass They, called, out her, in they called her mom
0: in prison. Like yeah, the other inmates called her called mom. her mom. Like, yeah. What the fuck?
2: Yeah, so she walks out of prison in 1985. She changed blamed what happened on her asthma
1: medication. Yeah, come on.
0: She changed her name too, though, because I'm sure you don't want that fucking yeah. name looming over you yeah, anywhere. I'm you sure. Go.
2: I'm sure. She didn't um, last
1: too long,
2: though. No, she did. Five years later, she died of lung cancer. Too many, too many Paul Malls with fucking Henry Lee, man. Huh. Um, the boys were sentenced to time in a juvenile facility, but uh, they didn't do more than a couple of years, which is fucked up. Paula did three for second degree murder and was paroled. She winds up moving to Iowa and lives on a farm somewhere. Stephanie changed her name and became a school teacher. <laughs> right? That's
0: crazy. Oh, she it, got fired, though, after they found out who she really was.
2: Oh, did she? Yeah, they, like, oh, they wow. went
0: back and was like, oh, you didn't disclose some certain information. Oh, like, wow. Like, yeah, you're fucking out.
2: Interesting, interesting. The one son, John, was the one that I think commented after the Jonesboro massacre. Yeah. He commented about it, but I again, I don't know what his involvement may or may not have been for whatever reason he commented about the the tragedy. Um. So Jenny grew up and had a family, but obviously struggled with mental issues for quite some time. Who wouldn't? Um, yeah, exactly. I
0: mean, I guess Gertrude, Like right. Like when uh, she got released on parole and shit. Like she's like, I don't remember what happened. I was influenced on drugs, right? You know, they were like, dude. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of hard exactly to fucking what say. Happened, man. Three months of this shit. Yeah. yeah.
2: This isn't like a night you passed out drunk and didn't remember what happened. This is three months of some sadistic fucking shit. Definitely one of the most disturbing cases of abuse I've ever heard. Uh, Makes it that much worse that Sylvia was a teenager and obviously not deserving of such horrific treatment. No, she was trying
0: to live a good life and life just wasn't good to her.
3: No,
2: no. And I think Gertrude and her brood Definitely got off way too easily. Oh, I definitely think that. So anything to add to this one, guys? Did we cover old Gertie Banishevsky well enough? Oh yeah.
0: Just don't right. just don't do things like that. No, man. And like, when that's I say that, up. don't
2: bang somebody like Gertie. No. <laughs> no, please don't. Um, I did my research with this one, watching a couple of good documentaries on YouTube. There was one called The Slow Death of Sylvia Likens that was very good. Uh, The book I got, uh, House of Evil by John Dean, I only read some segments of it, but it is good, it seems, Um, but I bought it a while back and I just hadn't had a chance to read it. Um, Also, I always love Murderpedia. There was some really good shit on her on there, so that's a good source if you're interested because lots of articles written about the before, the during, and the after, pretty interesting. Um, There's not a ton of stuff out there, but there are things if you want to find it. The biggest challenge
1: is to spell the last name right. (laughs) Yeah, because
0: it's it's
2: a tough one. With
1: with this case, too, probably like uh, because there's a couple movies out that's based on this girl next door. Jack Ketchum wrote the book and then American Crime.
0: Did you watch that yeah, last night? Yeah, and I
1: did watch that. But <clears throat> I had Chris come over last night. And we watched The Girl Next Door, which, you know, it's not fucking fully based on. I, I mean, it's not fully based. factual. Right. But it shows, it's dark as fucking. Like, yeah, you it is. you feel the terror that this girl goes through. Oh, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that that's also the reason that I might have first fucking got interested in the case because I read the book, got the movie, and then I'm like, damn, based off, you know, a case, I had to look it up.
0: Right. But uh and once you look it up, it's like, oh, my fucking Yeah. God, so if anybody's like
1: interested, like I don't recommend if you're a female. I don't think females like that movie too Corey much. I sitting there watching. No. It's, it's brutal. She's like, what the fuck? <clears> but dude? it is a really good movie. And it yeah. does fucking have a lot, you know, that shows like a lot what happened to this. And then American Crime is also one that's like a lot closer to the factual part of it. But it's not like brutal like the other one. But right. It's, you know, the collector
2: was kind of like the that, collector. Yes. That one. Too. Yes. I'll agree. So, uh, next week, guys, we're going to be doing another fucked up female.
1: Keeping these ladies going. Keeping oh, it going. Yeah. We're hoping
2: we can get our buddy Tex in Maybe. on this one. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Tex is on a case, so uh, we're like going to see if we can get him yeah. in here. But we got another nasty bitch, fucking Janine Jones, man. A nurse killing infants in the hospital. Absolutely sick. Very twisted. And she is definitely a brutal bitch. And Tex has had some experience dealing with her, I believe, uh, at the prison she's at in Texas. So I'm hoping we can get Tex on here to talk to us about that. Joey, any
1: good page a day for us? I do. I got a couple. Uh, It's really short this week. And that's because they go off on a fucking tangent, so next week will be a bigger one. Okay. And what I'm going to be talking about next week, they do almost the whole fucking week through, is about the, uh, the Ant Hill Kids cult. Oh, that's I fucked that up. So that's I, I, that, a good one. That's a really interesting case, so that's, that's really cool horrible. that I've got a lot to go on. So that next week for Page of Day is just going to be that. <clears throat> and then this week, I've only got these two, but they're they're pretty classic.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, one's a little more educational, one's a little you know funny so the first one they're talking about the the, the charles Lindbergh kid kidnapping right whenever his uh, son was kidnapped so this was obviously it was called the crime of the century at the time oh, it yeah. was a speculative case but of course whenever you got a case like that of course fucking years and years later whenever you have more uh you know forensic fucking data and I mean, analysis at what? your fingertips you can you can you know, decipher a few different things. So this is uh they're talking about the Charles Lindbergh case and they're asking, was this possibly an inside job? Which is, you know, speculation of conspiracy theorists in right. this story. Right. So they're talking about um, when it happened was 1932 on March 1st, whenever the Lindbergh baby was kidnapped and killed crime of the century. Like I said, 80 years later, there's a history professor, his name's Lloyd C Gardner. And he proposed a theory and he was like, what if Lindbergh himself may have been involved in the crime and he was saying that Charles Lindbergh's belief in social Darwinism and eugenics also his later Nazi sympathies and he had affairs with three German women with whom he fathered a total of seven children as possible motives. Uh, Charles Jr., the baby, he was a sickly child. He had a rickets-like condition. He had a vitamin D deficiency that required a sun lamp to be kept crib side the whole time oh, uh wow. he had hammer toes he had an oversized cranium and he had unfused skull bones now these are conditions that Lindbergh he kept all this shit hitting until after the kidnapping uh Lindbergh himself took control of many aspects of the investigation, Any isolated household staff who may have known about the boy's conditions. And whenever the body was found, Lindbergh, he had him cremated before an autopsy could ever be fucking no shit! far so, God damn. Uh The night of the kidnapping was the only time that Lindbergh had ever missed a speaking engagement ever. Uh, he had said he had come straight home from work inadvertently. He just happened to do it. And it was the only time he had ever done it. So uh, they're asking, was this coincidence or do you think he was deliberately there to help Richard Hauptman, who was the man you know who was convicted of, of stealing the baby, right, right. Uh, but maybe helping him with the abduction by distracting everyone else so that he could get up to Charles Jr.'s room and steal wow. So, uh, it's still an ongoing investigation that this professor is looking into, but it's an interesting, you know, angle for it. Uh, that is yeah. fucking
0: nuts. All right. Now, I didn't know this kid had all the birth defects. Right?
1: So. Yeah. So, uh, okay. so this is the other one that I got, and this is about, uh, carrier pigeons. Oh, cool. So in 2017, a Kuwaiti customs official on the border of Iraq, he detained a homing pigeon that had been carrying a mini backpack filled with 178 ketamine pills. Huh? So (laughs) law enforcement knew that pigeons were being used to smuggle drugs, but this was the first time that they had ever actually caught one. Uh, So pigeons, which can, you know, home in from more than a 1,000 miles away at an average of speed of 60 miles an hour. So you take these things away from where they're from. You fucking give them whatever you want to put on them. This is how people did it way back in the day, too, a message or whatever. You put them up in the air, the pigeon's going to go back to where it's from. Right. So that's how you get your message back. So they've been, you know, been used since the Roman times to carry messages, like I was saying. Uh, more recently, they've been recognized for their ability to carry lightweight, high-value narcotics. Oh wow! In 2011, a Colombian police discovered a pigeon struggling to get over a high prison wall because <laughs> it was weighed down with packages of cocaine and marijuana. God oh, my damn. God. <laughs> a pigeon carrying the same goods <laughs> made its way into a Costa Rican prison in 2015, but was also discovered by the prison guard. So carrier pigeon still being used wow. for How smuggling. How did the
0: pigeon get... From the prison to where they gotta go to get the drugs.
1: I, I don't know. Over I the mean wall, I, guess. I mean, how did drugs get into prisons in the United States? Buttholes. And a lot of corrupt cor- right. correctional officers yeah. and right I oh mean, yeah they'll just bring, bring and so it i'm out. saying yeah. and probably down there they're probably helping out even more right like, right. you're making all the money inside the prison selling these drugs you cut me in on some of it i'll get these pigeons over I'll here i'll get
0: them out on the other side of the wall yeah fucking.
1: plus cartels probably got that shit fucking worked yeah, out so. probably but yeah carrier pigeons, that's some crazy criminal that's, shit. Crazy. that's a good one <laughs> all right was that it Yep, that's it. All right. It's really short. Like I said, next week we're going to do the Ant Hill Club. Yeah. The Ant Hill Kids. Ant Hill Kids. Col- yeah. It's hard. To, it's like the it tongue fucked up
2: one. <laughs> well, we have done our fair share of murdering tonight. I think it's time to crank up some metal. And Joey, what the fuck do we need to do? Let's get our metal Just because on. CK has passed on, he's not done educating the masses. CK will forever be... The Great Metal Motherfucker. We're here to stomp poser ass and eradicate the planet of their kind. CK has passed the torch to us and we will forge the fuck on. In CK's name, we will bestow metal knowledge upon all of you. Hell yeah, CK. Whoa, yeah. The Great Metal Motherfucker. that okay, right. yeah, dude. Well, Chris, we're in metal, and you got the horns tonight. I passed the horns to you. I
0: got the horns right here.
2: Fuck yeah, all three of those goat horns there. And who did you decide?
0: I got Eric Rutan, the individual. So, yeah, I did a little bit of it, because I personally didn't know a whole lot about him either. I just knew that he played some bands that are well-known or whatever. Right. So I just went in and, like, got basically like his music career and shit and that's cool whatnot so like i uh, but he was born uh june 10th in 1971 fucking coming from jersey fuck yeah dude okay <laughs> but uh like his first when he started his metal career like uh playing in bands or whatever his first band was called uh ripping corpse which is fucking nice pretty dope like that but and they they only recorded one album in uh, 1991 called uh dreaming with the dead which I never got, I didn't get a chance to listen to because I didn't even know he was in a fucking band called Ripping Curbs. Did you, Joey? Yes. Yeah, I assumed yeah. you probably did. I, I had Has no he idea. always
2: played guitar,
0: too? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's always been a guitar player. And then uh, he, after that, he went to a fucking Morbid Angel in 95 and did uh, uh, Domination with Morbid Angel, which is the song we're playing. Is off of that album tonight, so it was a fucking good album. And then he started uh, Hate Eternal in 96, so. And the first album, fucking uh, Conquering the Throne, came out in uh, uh, 99. And then uh, he took a hiatus from that and went back to Morbid Angel. Like, he did Morbid Angel a few fucking times. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, he went back to Morbid Angel after uh, he started 8 Eternal to do uh, Gateways to Annihilation, recorded that with him. And then in '91, he did a side project, a progressive band called uh, Alas, with uh, Therion's vocalist Martina Ester, and it was a pretty big fucking album in the progressive metal scene. I that's another one that I haven't heard of yet. It's just I, didn't, yeah, I haven't even heard write, that either. Right? I, I haven't heard that at all, uh, dude. Me neither. So like I'm probably I, I need to check that out. And then uh, where where was I at? Uh, and then again, he went back from morbid angel just to concentrate on fucking hate eternal because that was his band is that's his band like right he started it Fucking guitar vocals that's his shit he's like so i'm going back out i'm going to do my thing with hate eternal so in uh 2002 they released uh king of all kings (coughs) uh 2005 was i monarch which is a fucking dope ass i was actually just listening to that one today uh in 2008 they had fury and flames and this is all stuff with Rutan. This is his band. Like I told Joey too, I thought about actually just doing Hate Eternal, but I thought it'd be cool to do fucking Rutan. No,
2: I think stuff. it's a really cool idea. Hell yeah. It gives us a lot of opportunities uh, to do stuff on bands we've already covered.
0: Right. That yeah, maybe definitely. we could
2: touch on like this. I exactly. think that's really a yeah. great thing.
0: And then in 2011 with Hate Eternal, they did uh, Phoenix, Amongst the, uh, Phoenix Amongst the Ashes. And 2015 in uh, Furnace. And then 2018 they did, which was the most recent, uh, up on uh, Desolate Sands. So now, going to 2018, we have Pat O'Brien from Cannibal Corpse.
2: Unfortunately, that situation was bad.
0: Now, everybody knows what happened. He got arrested for breaking into these people's house. His house caught on fire. There's, like, so many fucking weapons yeah, in there and And there's, like, skulls <laughs> just hanging out. So, Pat O'Brien from Cannibal Corpse is now in jail. Right. So, uh, and this is 2018. And then, uh, like, in 2018, and uh, 2019, it's announced that Rutan's going to fill in for O'Brien for the rest of their fucking tour dates right. that they have throughout the spring and winter. So, he does that all the show gigs and whatever. Uh, and then in February of 2021, he just permanent member of Cannibal Corpse. Now he's the new guitarist right. and came and was on the new album, fucking uh, Violence Unimagined. So he's basically Cannibal Corpse's guitarist now. And, uh, hate eternal fucking vocalist guitarist and stable member of fucking Cannibal Corpse. But then he yeah. also started, uh, man, of fucking, his production company mana in fucking uh uh Saint Petersburg, Florida in nineteen ninety nine. And it started out as just like this seven hundred by seven hundred square foot storage fucking thing, whatever. Right. So like he did that and then in two thousand uh where was that? Where'd I put that? Shit. I don't remember. I didn't write down the date that it (laughs) opened. But he got a new facility, which is uh, 2,000 square feet. Wow. So he's got like an A room. For for him for all his recording everything he's got a whole separate drum room that's like 24 by 24 just for the drums wow and his mixing equipment i i started reading that i didn't want to start going through all that yeah like his, all his sound shit. equipment i'm just like oh, there is so much going on here but if you want to go <laughs> if you want to go and look at it like just uh mana studios look that up and it'll give you. A, yeah M A N A and it's, dude it just his recording equipment is just re- yeah. ridiculous man, wow. man. That's oh awesome. my god but Very cool. yeah but he's produced tons of awesome bands fucking I, I mean i know he did six feet under fucking obviously the, he did uh the morbid angel albums he's on this but Cal- did he I record
2: the cannibal the new cannibal corpse the new one yeah. the new one okay. yeah yeah
0: so, yeah, he's got a whole list of all his production and fucking metal music that's just a list that's insane. But that's amazing. Yeah, that's kind of fucking uh, that's cool, man. Eric Rutan in a nutshell. Like, there's definitely way, like I said, you start getting into like his playing equipment, his guitars, and all that. Right. He did just get a recent fucking endorsement from uh, BC Rich. Fucking, so, he's got a seven string, I can't remember the model it was, but he got endorsed by BC Rich. So, he's fucking. check that out oh yeah awesome very
2: cool well my uh, lost classic this week I've been listening to some Black Sabbath lately and I really love the Sabotage album and the um, uh, the one that I'm wearing right now Sabbath Bloody Sabbath (laughs) thank you Sabbath Bloody Sabbath I brain locked there for a second uh <laughs> sabbath bloody sabbath and sabotage both of uh, those i really love i love a lot of the old sabbath stuff uh but uh yeah been just jamming some sabbath so necessary. always good right. shit to go yeah. listen to what about you guys what have you been jamming lately
0: well Chris? being i was doing eric Rutan, i was listening to a lot of hate eternal and fucking the domination album and fucking okay. annihilation but a lot of just random other metal and a random other music dude that's but cool. a lot of fucking hate eternal i was listening to fucking a bunch of that today okay yeah. very cool joey what about you
1: man uh jamming some of the shit we've been doing the reviews of uh Sajil, uh from right. poland and fucking uh saudi arabia but they're dropping another single i think tomorrow off that album that's oh, coming out cool uh jamming another one that i'm really stoked on that i'm doing the review for is my next review is going to be uh for between the killings yeah and that's uh my buddy braxton's man from indiana but also involved in that's vaughn young and on the recording uh like kyle Christman from gorgasm and I mean, it's just a lot of big hitters on there. That's awesome. Uh, they've already yeah. had a lineup change, but it's also some other of my friends. So um, I'll talk about that. At a yeah. When time. I saw that one come across, I'm like, yeah, yeah
2: I think Joey definitely would. And like- it's cool because
1: it's like a project and what they're doing, I think, is uh, four EPs that'll go together to create the full story or whatever oh, great so on. this is the first one that they're releasing so i've been jamming that um, in the car right now i got uh my buddy's uh fucking hip-hop label from up in canada he's a fucking supporter too but eoa fam but one of his artists uh iron menace which i really like but he's got a line in one of his songs, and fucking, I thought it was funny, and I was probably I'll probably steal and use it in a Gormonger song. But he's like, uh, he's like, I'm a bad motherfucker, like dude who's fucking it, Casey Anthony, and I was like, dude, that's so fucking good. <laughs> oh god, that, that's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I just been
2: jamming a few random things, so that's cool. I've been jamming the Sabbath stuff, as I mentioned, also new Jungle Rot, yeah. fucking kick ass, oh, yeah. it's called yeah. Arms. New Misery Index is fucking brutal. Hell yeah. And also another UK band called Dishonor the Crown. Definitely nice. like those guys. Kind of slayerish um, with a kind of a. Yeah, it's different. It, it's good stuff, though. I really like them. And bands, if you're in a metal band, send us your stuff. We'll check it out. If we like it, we might play it. And might do a review of it. Might put you on the show. Might not.
0: You know, we'll check it out though. Pete at murdermetalmayhem com. Yeah, maybe do some interviews with you. Yeah, or-
2: we'll we'll check you out. So please send us your stuff. And uh, if you want to go old school and send it to the P O box, that's Murder Metal Mayhem P O box five five four, Hayworth Illinois six one seven four five. Stickers are always welcome.
0: Fuck yeah, they are. I want to
2: throw some of those in. We'll put them on the table. All right, Joey, you have the horns
1: next, and uh, I know who you're going to do. Yeah, I've I've already told, so if our faithful listeners have been listening they know but right next week uh i'm gonna do uh crotch ripper, yeah, ripper. which is our buddies but they're a band from here in uh, the quad cities illinois and along with that episode i did an interview with alex from crotch ripper so yeah we'll, we'll have both of those available for you yeah that's awesome that'll Dude, be next week so like be cr- like
0: the whole crotch ripper i'm wearing the crotch ripper shirt like today at work i fucking i've it to work because you can't read it anyway dude point being dude's like so does that shirt have co- some kind of meaning or is it just like a random ink blot that you gotta try right, and find right. stuff in and i explained That's it to funny. him he's like oh okay <laughs> I, was like, a, I was like it's me. a death metal thing he's like oh i figured with the name crotch ripper <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, speaking of ripping crotches, you can do that in the 666 Club if <laughs> Fuck you want. It, you can. Uh, you can do whatever you want. You're a Patreon <laughs> supporter. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, you can check out that Manson family episode Fuck that yeah. we did if you want to join up. And uh, there's no other way to hear it right now. Plus interviews, full interviews. You get the episodes a day early. It's just three bucks a month. I mean, it's nothing. It's not
0: that bad.
1: So go to the episode description, please. It's join the six 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 club. We got a discount on the merch. You get ten percent off, right. and we still got some of the shirts. We got the zombie ones that Gaither did. That still got CK on them. Yeah, and the old school ass shirt with just you and Chris on. Yeah, it, yeah We still got some of uh, those activity so. book. Like we got activity some shirts. Yeah, they're going
2: to be books. in the new store that's going to be online. The to- Webmaster Jeremy's working on it, and so we're hoping here by the end of the month, we got a brand new website to tell you about. All right, well, I think we have done plenty of metal tonight. So, Chris, what the fuck do we need to do?
0: Let's get the mayhem on!
1: Hi there. Thanks for calling Serial Killer Car Rentals, where you can rent a car used by a serial killer for $99.95 a day.
0: Are you serious? I'm taking a shit in some nasty truck shop in Finley, Ohio. Someone wrote your number down on the inside of the stall.
1: We have a branch in Finley. You can rent the yellow Volvo that Martin Bryant drove to the Port Arthur Massacre. We'll toss in the surfboard for free, dude. And the trunk is filled with weapons and ammunition.
0: Why the fuck would I want a surfboard in Ohio? This shit is whack. A trunk full of guns and ammo sounds like fun, though. No.
1: Or how about the sick Ripper Rape van that William Devin Howell used. There's enough DNA in that thing to father a village.
0: Zam, <laughs> you guys are fucked up.
2: <laughs> Killer car oh my so god. Good. <laughs> That was good. Serial killer car rentals with Joey and uh, Chris's girlfriend, Courtney. That's fucking hilarious. Ah, good stuff. And before that, so sick, morbid angel, eyes to hear, or eyes to see, ears to hear. Eyes to hear, ears to see. Yeah, got me all discombobulated. (laughs) Gertrude Banaszewski just fucked me off. Oh, dude, for real. So very cool stuff, though. Eric Rutan, Chris, that was great. That was good. And you forge a new ground, because I think we're going to do some more of that. That was a good one. Pick a musician and just talk about his career, different bands and stuff. Definitely all right joey you
1: had an idea here for mayhem and i, yeah. I don't know what the fuck i'm getting myself Hold into. on, let me tell my
0: story and then we'll
1: tell it that well i'll tell i'm gonna say what i'm doing then i'll get it ready while you tell it. all right all right, cool. so what i'm doing is <laughs> uh my girlfriend overheard me saying fucking like mountain dew like they come out with all these new flavors you i'm, I'm not at least once. i'm not a big soda guy either but i always gotta try like all the flavors so they came out with this one and it's fucking flaming hot mountain dew right <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> which i'm not a fan of the flaming hot shit to begin with plus i'm not so her so there's no chance that I'll probably fucking dig this. Oh, you but, ain't gonna like. But it. my <laughs> girlfriend, she fucking bought this fucking twenty ounce, okay. like
0: flaming hot oh, Mountain Dew wow. with lime. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, so I'm gonna god. fucking, I'm, I'm gonna
1: split this twenty ounce bottle between me, Chris, and Pete. And <laughs> oh god. While Chris is telling this story, we're gonna fucking drink this shit. <laughs> oh, this is All our right. product review for Murder Metal I Man. Guess if yeah. we can eat. Uh, uh, fucking Vegemite. Vegemite.
0: There's some right here, man. <laughs> oh, and
1: you know what? Too is uh, I figured I w- normally I probably would have did this with our Pop Tarts, but I thought the fucking taste would have fucking yeah, been you know, so gross together that want fucking, yeah. we couldn't you don't ruin, want to ruin it. the Pop yeah, I had to man. give it another fucking segment before we could drink. It's <laughs>
2: like a malord <laughs> thing.
1: That, that? might it's, be. It's, it might be. Man, <laughs> that's that's probably closer you're to the putting truth. Putting a lot in those fucking glasses, man. Oh, you?
0: I, I probably ain't gonna drink all. Well. See how it takes. Chris,
1: maybe you dig it, man. I don't you know. Mind, dude. All right,
0: but here's my story. So just over the weekend, any of you listeners that know may remember that I uh, have recently lost my teeth, so I don't have any. <laughs> right. I, mind you, I got another dentist appointment tomorrow. I'm nice, going nice. Fucking, Yeah. But so, <laughs> that base beat's making right now, <laughs> Like, fucking. So, well, we were at our homie's shop, the Painted Rape, the other day. <laughs> And uh, we were at my daughter there, fucking, all of a sudden I hear, hey, dad, dad, come here, check this out. So I walk around the corner, and they got this whole bucket full of just old school dentures, like old people's dentures. Oh, wow. A bucket full. I'm like, that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. And then fucking, when girlfriend comes around, she's like, no way, get the fuck out of here. Starts digging through. She's like, open your mouth real quick. I'm like, what <laughs> the
3: fuck? She's like, looking at the shape of my mouth. So she
0: finds this pair of... And anybody who doesn't know dentists have your name on the inside of. Them. <laughs> <laughs> they have your name on them. So you were to pick like <laughs> so, sugar babes out so, of them. <laughs> yeah, no, it said fucking Larson. It said Larson. Like mine had my first and last name. This one just said Larson. Like all right, cool, whatever. It's like. It was four bucks, dude. So I was like, fuck it. She's like, I'm fucking buying this shit for you. So we take it home, make sure it's clean and everything, and I'm going right. at it with a fucking goddamn sander and a fucking <laughs> grinder and a dremel and shit. Like, can I make this shit fit? Needless to say, I did not make it fit, but it was a fun, it was fun, dude. It's like, fucking, let's try this. Who gives no, like
2: New Yankee Workshop, you know. You're doing right, dude. <laughs>
0: like, whatever, dude, let's try it.
2: Nation fucking dentistry there. <laughs> Wow, that's, that's
1: special. What do you guys think of this? Uh, right? I haven't
0: even tried it yet. <laughs> Try it, Chris.
1: I don't even know what to think of it. It's obviously not something that I would drink on the regular, but it's also not quite as bad as I was no, anticipating. No, it's not nearly as bad as I thought it might be. No, it's
0: not as bad as I thought But it's not
1: something it. I
2: would drink, even no. if they had it in no. diet. It's i it diabetic, so I can't be drinking. It's right. It's
0: really like... Okay, it ain't as bad as I thought it was going to be at all. But, it's, I mean, it's not good. There
2: is a pretty strong aftertaste. There though, is. So. It tingles in your throat a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so if you I, want to check out this Mountain Dew, we're doing this on our own. Nobody's yeah, paying us no, to say this No, we're shit. just fucking doing this because. We're just doing it because. So. Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, Steph. Yeah. All right, very cool. Huh, all right, well, we got ourselves a good Killer Cage match tonight, guys. That's where we take 75 Killers, 75 objects for them to fight with, and a variable to make it fun. Our listeners provide those random numbers so we could pick the, the yeah, killers do. and the objects. Tonight so. we
0: have, once again, we have Stephanie Brooks, Rebecca Boomsock, and Caden Stuthis. Hell yeah. I hope that's how you pronounce that. I think so. I
2: think you're right. Uh, we've got a great matchup tonight. Mm-hmm. We have the,
1: uh, who we got fighting tonight, Joey? uh tonight we fucking got um we got fucking i forgot now manson Old charlie manson yeah i got he it right here i got it I, I was i've been fucking we were drinking that flaming hot mountain dude it had me kind of fucking off on a thing for my, <laughs> uh, uh i still don't know what to think about it. it's still in my mouth <laughs> but <laughs> we're yeah said. we're doing charlie You're manson doing <laughs> charlie manson versus Wee gaskins oh yeah. wow
2: this should be good and chris we got a couple of objects for him to fight with here are a couple of yeah you know familiar ones we've seen before
0: a stank ass bloodstained thong <laughs> oh god <laughs> and a is mo- it gertie's uh, oh, oh, i hope oh, Gertie. uh, and then we got a flame like the one in pat o'brien's house yeah because right. pat o'brien had a <laughs> fucking right. flamethrower when he got fucking
2: <laughs> oh my god and
1: the variable joey this is a good one here it's, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get canceled for saying this, but <laughs> it's a transgender prostitute after drinking a 12-pack. Okay. Mm, That'd be interesting. Oh, yeah. Oh, man.
2: All right, so we got Charlie Manson and Pee Wee Gaskins, two smaller stature guys, fighting to death in a cage with a blood-stained stinky thong and a flamethrower with a transgender prostitute in there with them after he slash C... Drank a twelve pack. So, what the fuck do we make of this one, Chris?
0: So I'm going with that. That thong is just straight off of the prostitute. The prostitute just like it's blood, oh, okay. like all them fucking hemorrhoids be falling out and shit, like Ugh. just passed out off of the twelve pack back there. Pee Wee sees that thong, is like, because Manson isn't very hands on. He kind of just like laid back. He's high as fuck, tripping balls, not even knowing what's going on. Right. Pee Wee gets that thong and just like chokes out Manson cuz he likes to choke people. Right. Fucking and then he's like fuck that shit, grabs the flamethrower, burns the prostitute like kill it with fire cuz he was racist and everything else anyway. Right. So and like whatever, dude. So I'm going to give it to Pee Wee. Okay.
2: All right, interesting. Joey, what about you,
0: man? And I think like
1: when that fucking bell rings, I think Pee Wee Gaskins is gonna be so fucked up by what he's seeing in there between Charles Manson's hippie fucking dirt ass all and right. then this transgender prostitute. Right. Pee Wee Gaskins, he's not about that life too much. No, not at no. all. No, he's like, That's fucking weird. So he's gonna fucking go crawl <laughs> over into a corner and be scared for a little bit. <laughs> Manson, he's gonna go up to fucking uh to the transgender prostitute and he's gonna be like, Yeah, you know, hey, you're my kind of people. We're going to fucking hang out. Make some money. He's like, I'm going to show you something because I've been locked up in prison for a long time. (laughs) And I got a lot of inmate innovation. I'm going to show you how you take this bloody thong and you're going to cut it up. And you're going to take a little chunk of it. You're going to take this flamethrower and you're going to make it like a dab and you're going to dab <laughs> the bloody thongs
4: <laughs> and you're going
1: to be high as fuck. And then Manson and fucking the transgender prostitute are fucking lit <laughs> and,
3: and fucking. So after the they're fucking thong. after oh,
1: they're, right. they're so high, but Manson knows that the transgender prostitute also drank a 12 pack and Manson likes to keep everybody else a little more fucked up than him. Yeah, right, so he's a little sure. more in control. So after they fucking do the dabs of the bloody thong, he was like, hey, do you see that fucking pussy over there cowering in the corner? Go over there and fucking stab the shit out of him. <laughs> and fucking, He sends the transgender drunk-ass prostitute over there with a fucking ripped-off piece of a beer can that he shank- made into a prison shank. Right. And he fucking Keep cuts up Gaskins. Yeah. Oh, wow. And Manson just sits back and doesn't do anything. Damn. At all. Me, yeah. I get it. Okay. <laughs> wow, yeah, It's.
2: Very very interesting. It's funny that they're both smaller dudes. They so are, like, yeah. actually could be like a fun fight. It's here. like a lucha libre fight. Right? <laughs> but like Chris said, I mean Manson wasn't really hands on, and Pee Wee was. Yeah. So I think in a fight, Pee Wee's gonna whip his ass. But it's always fun when you got the 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 objects and the and variable. variable in there. Oh, yeah. and the transgender prostitute drunk is. I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure how much of a factor that would be, but it's sure going to get kind of whack in there. It's, it's hard, hard to, to
1: figure out, kind of like it's hard to figure out what this taste in my <clears> mouth <throat> is. My yeah. Mouth. It is the weirdest shit. <laughs> yeah. This Dude, it's is, like uh... you said, it's
0: like, not a taste like actually in your mouth. It's like yeah. in your esophagus. It's like whenever
1: you eat wasabi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: I don't know. I definitely am not a fan of no, uh, I'm, the yeah. Mountain
0: Dew. Yeah, no, I'll never drink it again. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: The uh, The book that uh, that I wrote, Deeper Than Dead, is out uh, June 6th on Blunt Force Press. You can go to deeperthandead.com and order your own. You've got uh, the deluxe version. Uh, color all the way through, big 8.5 by 11 size. And then you get the 6 by 9 black and white. Uh, you can order either one. And we also have bundles with posters. The posters should be here tomorrow. The new posters that were fixed because the other ones showed up damaged. So I'm anxious to see them uh, from the other company that ran the posters. So anxious to check it out. Oh, yeah, And thank you those have, that already have ordered because we had quite a few advanced orders going out so thank you very much uh, as I mentioned our new murder metal mayhem website also my writing website together will be out at the end of the month so stay tuned for Looking that for
0: that yeah
2: also that YouTube channel we always talk about it's free to subscribe and then you'll get notifications when we post new content you want to you know stay up on it because we do post stuff we got yeah. videos we or interviews we've done with bands. Um, I'm getting ready to do the um, uh, metal segment when you did Lividity. Yep. Uh, that's going to take a little more surgery to put together. Right. So I'm going to do that. And so that'll be probably the next video that goes oh, up. Yeah. So, All right. Well, we have done plenty of mayhem tonight. So let's hit that fucking outro.
3: For to heaven, it will destroy. I sing shadow, rise above, go to earth, and explode us blow. Anyway, man is to blame. the ringer, without faith, they could chant by anger. Fire to stage.
2: Hell yeah, Corzis. Corzis, dude. Brazilian band. Uh, definitely dig those guys. The song called Devil's Head. Definitely a good band. We did an interview with the guitarist, Antonio. That was really cool.
1: All right, Joey, we had some good bumper music tonight. We did, and fucking... Unfortunately, I'm over here slacking again. On <laughs> <laughs> but I know we fucking played uh, Morbid was... Angel with the Eric Catan. And what else did we have We just tonight? played yeah. some courses And then before, the first cool one we guys. did, Divine Chaos. Divine Chaos. That's yeah. what I could not remember. I know. Before. I had a hard time remembering the name as well. I, I, really I'm do telling do you, this fucking Mountain Dew's got me so fucked up, I'm just not <laughs> paying attention. I'm thinking that if you want to get instant heartburn, if you mix this with Fireball. Oh, my, oh my God. God, God. Or dude.
2: flaming that, Hot Cheetos. Uh, all
1: three oh. at the same time. Oh,
2: jeez.
0: I couldn't even imagine Let's this. Let's make this Michael fireball, do that and videotape Fuck. it. That'd be Yeah,
2: that'd be, cool. yeah, that'd be great. Uh, Chris, who does the uh, metal <laughs> intro music? Fucking 6 out Hell there. Yeah. Fuck
0: yeah. Hell Murder yeah.
2: Metal Mayhem intro by Low Fucking 12. Low 12. Uh, thanks to everybody out there listening. Keep seeing the numbers here—almost four thousand this man, last week. Yeah, let's hit That's that four really thousand. That would be Thank awesome. You. That'd be fucking dope. Yeah. As fuck, so man. we appreciate you guys checking it Even out. Even if you listen tell to tell it more than once, right? Yeah. <laughs> tell people about it. Tell your grandma. I mean, she might like the Gertrude Banaszewski episode. We'd, We'd love to have us some pipes. They in got gold ditches. in them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> now,
2: uh, Chris, what about that first comment there?
0: Patty, go crazy five. Says um, a buddy told me about you guys and I love this shit. I have so many episodes to catch up on and every one is funnier than the last one. Great job. I live in Dallas but drive a semi so I'm all over the fucking place. Fucking right. You got lots of time to listen to shit when you're driving, bro. Right. Whenever so you're thanks, fucking. Patty. Be safe tying out there. up fucking yeah.
1: Prostitutes and killing them. Yeah, yeah and you're right. dragging them behind the semi <laughs> to grind their yeah. face off. <laughs> Joey, what about the second one? Uh, Denny Downtown Brown commented, "Love the one you guys did on that crazy English bitch, Joanne Dennehy. She reminds me of my ex. Oh, Thank God I did not end up like those poor bastards. Right? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm glad you uh, survived that. Yes. Yeah. You know? Glad you got I'm out. Sorry of that though, you had an
2: ex like that. God damn. Right out there. <clears throat> Ally Billings four 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 comments. Uh, my husband and I listen in Boulder, Colorado, home of the Dank Buds. You guys are great." We both loved the Murder Mountain episode you did on 420. That was epic. Oh, so yeah, that was cool. a good Thanks, one. Thanks, Allie. All right. And Chris, that last one?
0: Uh, Bandy Go Handy 666 <laughs> says, uh, I live in Mexico and I like what I hear so far. More thrash metal, please. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you'll get it. Yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> I lean more the thrash side. You guys more the death grind, but... I think we, we have a lot of common bands that we dig and uh, some maybe not so much, and that's what makes it fun and yeah. and more well-rounded of a show, I think. So, All right, well, big thanks to the guys again in Blasphemation from Fuck Tampa. Yeah. So Sick, Death, Grind Metal. Um, they are sponsor this month, so we appreciate that. They got the full-length album, yeah, Phantasmagore, Beyond yeah, strange. strange. Come check check it out. Definitely a Fucking, cool
1: title. Dude, yeah. We got them to the end of the month, so next week I'll fucking uh, give a little more insight into more of the bands that are playing Tampa Death Fest. Yeah, that's cool.
2: Because they're part of that big Tampa Death Fest at the Brass Mug, Friday, September 30th to Sunday, October 2nd. That's in uh, Tampa. And so, yeah, next week we'll run down some of the bands and talk a little bit more. So very, very cool. And we'll link to blasphemation in the episode description so you can find out more about it that way, too. Support the underground, like we always say. All right, you can check out MurderMetalMayhem.com to listen to all the past episodes. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and subscribe to that YouTube channel. We're on pretty much every platform that's out there, but when you go there, like us, comment, rate it, whatever you can do. I know they're all different, but those go a long way. So those of you that are already doing it, thank you very much. Yes, sir. Support the show. Join that 666 club for three bucks. Patreon.com slash murder metal mayhem. And those of you that already support the show, thank you. We got one listener pledges 666 every Hell yeah. $6.66. That's That's fucking sick. So that's awesome. So you could do more than three, but we, you know, at least three helps pay the bills here. All right. You could pick up my new novel, Deeper Than Dead at deeperthandead.com. And so I'm already shipping advanced orders out. So if you order it now, I'll ship it the next day. So you're going to get it quick. Um, I send them well packaged and uh, you know, with a letter, I handwrite a letter to each one, sign the book for you. And the bookmarks for the advanced orders, have me and Brian both sign the bookmark. So you get that too. Fuck yeah. And when the audiobook is done, I'll send you a link to get the audiobook for Fuck free. Yeah, dude. All for ordering it in advance.
1: How about that?
2: Once How about June that? 6,
0: 2022 <laughs>
2: comes, then that's all that stuff goes away. But you can still order, of course.
1: Well, all right. I'm going to say, like, we drank this. We tried to drink this. Oh, I can't drink it, this dude. is the I end of my either. review for tonight. I poured us. We each had a fucking little uh, plastic cup and about half in all of them. Right. They all still have about half in all of right. them. We're like, gonna throw them in the goddamn yard because yeah, they're because fucking really fucking nasty. Gross. So, I had two sips. Yeah, it so we bad. got thumbs down on the flaming hot Mountain yeah. Dew. So yeah.
0: if anybody, if any of you guys out there like it, yeah, I let mean us that's cool if y'all you all like, like it. it. Yeah. I'm curious. This is like not good.
1: You know who likes it? It's our buddy Jake. It, it you probably know does. he loves that. He <laughs> probably does.
2: All right, well, we can't let him go without hearing a karaoke song. It's a blast from my past. So crank it up. And until next time, keep one foot in the gutter. And keep your
0: fist clutched around a yangling puffing on a pall mall and torturing a child. <laughs>
3: Touch me in the OH